wife and I, we've been here at our house. We've been redoing our master bedroom. We sold all of our furniture in our bedroom. Got it. Uh, went from a queen size bed to a king size bed uh, because we've got dogs that we refuse nice. to make sleep on the floor. Mm-hmm. So we're essentially giving them more room on our bed to sleep. <laughs> so um, it sounds like a good plan, though. It's it's working out good for them. Uh-huh, uh, sure. Nightmare for us. But um, since we are doing that um, and we didn't have the the new bed and everything yet we decided you know what let's go ahead and repaint our bedroom it's the mm-hmm. first time since we built the house well had the house built for us i i can't build shit uh, i can barely build credit <laughs> so stupid anyway so we painted our, our master bedroom for the first time uh outside of the like regular like brown mm-hmm. walls or whatever that was in here from the uh, from the builder and uh you know you have to take all the uh, the uh, light switch like faces mm-hmm. off and all that shit, much like uh, the movie Face Off yeah. with uh, John Travolta and, and uh, Nicolas Cage. Uh, it's just like that. So it's, I actually yeah. took my face off, put that on the light socket, and then put a switch cover on my face. It looks good. It. it thank you. Um, it's, it's a little uncomfortable, yeah. but I'm getting used to it. Uh-huh. I guess you know. It's like when I first started wearing glasses, I my eyes gotcha. kept looking up above the the frame, but then I eventually just trained my eyes to look within the actual lens itself and like huh. tilt my head if I need to. So you know, it's a it's a, it's a learning curve, but I'm getting there. I have perfect vision, so I don't know what you're talking about, but that sounds interesting. Uh, check skin color, <laughs> white. We can afford healthcare. Okay, so anyway. Uh, all, all that aside, so we, we've painted the room and everything. We're putting it back together this morning. I go to put the uh, face plates back on there. I'm like, man, I'll get this shit knocked out super quick. I've got a, an electric drill, you know? Mm. I got the Phillips head in there. I'm just going to... but I'm, yep. I'm going to be like the, uh, the pit crew in NASCAR. Oh, okay? yeah. I'm just going to be tossing these face plates up in the air, just like firing a, a Phillips head, a spinning <laughs> Phillips head. From across the room, it's going to be magic. Mm-hmm. So I go down there to uh, put the first one on. Steven, it's a flathead <laughs> screw. What the fuck are we doing that we still have flathead screws? These should be obsolete as fuck. Why? Uh, Why? Oof. What is the point of flathead screws? Yes. When a Phillips head is much better. Mm-hmm. What, 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 why? Why? Uh, this is a, uh, I agree with you on 98% of the cases, but switch plates is where I like the flatheads. They're, they're unassuming. You ever had one with a Phillips head? They you just, don't talk like that. You're just a boy. <laughs> it just stares me in the face and I don't like it. It's too, there's too many lines. There's an extra line, Brent. It's too many. But it's functional. It's functional for yeah. putting a thing on. Yeah, but how often do you put them on and take them off? Daily. <laughs> like everybody. Yeah. Duh. I, yeah. You change Listen. them like you change your underwear. So every week. <laughs> <laughs> I I just feel I, I I feel like I came out the wrong way though. Because like I said, like ninety eight percent. Yes. Yeah. I was breach. Breach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I, I agree with you. 98% of the time. Uh, yeah. Flatheads are fucking stupid. The, mm-hmm. You try to screw it in and the screwdriver just falls out. Yes. Uh, that's the worst Pops part. The side. Uh. Or when you turn it and you're like dead center and you turn it and as you're turning it, yeah, it starts it gets slowly worse. coming out of the side. And so you're like, I just got to get like two more. Maybe if I could just, oh no, it slipped. It is a two more. Yeah. You know what? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Flathead screws are a two more. They are. Yeah. Ugh. It's the worst. 
literally the worst, okay? Ooh. So if we could focus on that, fuck this coronavirus, okay? Yeah. I, everybody's staying indoors anyway. So now we're all stuck here looking at these, these different true. flathead screws everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, I, this is the first t- time I go to someone's house. I'm, you I'm checking. I'm checking those faceplates. Did you think you could go? You might be able to find Phillips screwdriver heads to fit those. You know, Phillips screw, screw heads. Hmm. Huh. Check skin color. Okay. White. Yeah. Um. I can't afford that. Okay. <laughs> they are. I'm, the switch covers are also white. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's I my don't bad. Have that kind of club card to where I can get into a a uh, a lumber store and not be asked to do work. Okay. <laughs> to, okay. I'm brown. Whenever I go to a, a Home Depot or a Lowe's or something of, of that sort, mm-hmm. I've got people pointing at their their pickup truck bed saying, <laughs> "Senor." <laughs> Back there, senor. Back there, please. And I do, I do it uh-huh. because I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm gonna get a ride, you know. And you love like, rides. I love truck bed rides. Yeah, it's your favorite. That's legit. That's 100 legit. Yeah, we joke on this podcast, but I do like that. I think it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I still don't know if you're being serious or not. <laughs> no, I like it. All right, cool. I, I don't like it. I don't know. It's, it's, it's fun. It can be fun. Yeah, um, that's fine. That's true. That's true. Um, but then they take you places and they make you do work and then it gets kind of awkward because you're like, I was just going for some, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know how to do manual labor. I'm bad at no, it. No, 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 no. Yeah. You mm-hmm. saw a movie once and that was, you know, scarring enough. Yeah. Uh, um, I saw the, the movie Dirty Jobs, uh, yeah. or, or dirt, was it Dirty Work with, uh, Norm Macdonald? Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's, I don't think so. This working thing is for the birds, man. Yep. You ever really seen am. how uh, how hard birds work? The movie? ridiculous. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I was, I was in the documentary. Yeah. Ugh, it's good. It's gross. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Brent, you get it, man. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another thing along this line. I got to ask you though. Uh-oh. So you did screw these in, correct? With the flatheads. Yeah. My, luckily, my wife helped me uh-huh. because I, I would still be... I would have had to have texted you and be yeah. like, Stephen, I can't make it to You've the recording. you got to come up here. I've, yeah, I need, your, I need your, some help. Now, Grab your bucket of toenail clippings. Get your ass up to Tulsa. <laughs> yeah. Um, Throw them at me like a seal. I want to catch them. <laughs> when, whenever Amanda and I um, put back on faceplates for these types of things, um, mm-hmm. we are very specific about the screw heads themselves the line has to be facing up like vertical uh-huh mm-hmm. um but if it can't sometimes it's the way it goes in and stuff like you can't mm-hmm. quite do it because it'll crack the the plastic of the things mm-hmm. um so if not they at least have to be the same if there's if there's one sideways and the other day she showed me one that was like a, a panel of light switches like five of them mm-hmm. 10 screws one screw was just a little off and it was like through her and i was like i can i can photoshop it i can fix it for you and she was like just get it out of my sight <laughs> we can't stand it so that's the thing too with like i don't mind that uh, i don't need to have a phillips head be perfectly um horizontal and vertical with that you know they don't have to be they can be whatever but i feel like a flat head i have to have it horizontal or vertical i can't have none of this you know in between and that's the reason you put your house up for sale this week yeah Mm -hmm. i i even had to disclose it because yeah. I know people are, that's the only thing you're going to see because it's the only thing I see because I right. walk in my house and I throw up on the floor every time. Yeah. Because I see like, one crooked thing and I just lose it. 
if a murder happens in a home, you have to disclose that for the next seven years. If there's a screw that does not match the other ones, yep. it's indefinite. Yeah. It's tied mm-hmm. to the house forever. Yeah. You'll get a notice from the city. Mm-hmm. You'll get a notice from your pastor. Yep. You'll get a notice from your great, great aunt. Mm-hmm. Who will also show up and be yep. disappointed in you? Mm-hmm. Do you want do you want your great great aunt to be disappointed in you, everybody? Fix your light switches. Yeah. You know? The screws. The screws specifically. If you like can't, the, if you can't burn it down. <laughs> burn it all down. Lesson learned. This is the best show on the internet. Do you agree, Brett? <laughs> It's definitely a show on the internet. It you is. cannot dispute that. <laughs> Screw talk mm-hmm. with these two jabronis. Uh, nothing more exciting than that, basically. That's what I'm saying. Hey, so I was uh, trying to plug in this uh, light switch, and the screw was giving me the business. So it's like, why are you on there? So I'm sitting there fucking find the screw, okay? And the screw, the, the, the screw's coming come by to give me the business. And then his buddy Phillips head walks over. Oh. I'm like, hey. Hey, pal, this does not consign you. And he's like, it's mostly, he's a screw. He doesn't have a mouth. So anyway, so I'm fucking fighting this. I'm in in this fucking Ace Hardware (laughs) fighting this entire screw aisle, okay? And then the police show up. So in, so then there's a shootout. Oh god! But nobody has bullets. Everybody has nail guns that have been modified to fire like in the movies. So we're fucking firing nails across an entire store in this Ace Hardware store. Did I? Okay. Do you? Are you listening to me? So anyway, after the whole thing blows over, we go out and get some snow cones, and we all have a. It was mostly a good time after that. So that's the thing that happened. <laughs> Well, on that note, what do you say, Brent? We are doing it. Okay. (laughs) I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where today we are, all of us are Irish, I I guess. Even you, and you, and you, you're, oh, you're already Irish. I guess, so do they have to change? Like if you're already, if somebody's already Irish, what are they now? What do you mean? Double Irish? Double double Irish. Yeah, you can be double yeah. Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. 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 Well, here's the thing. I am Irish. But yep. you got some Irish blood in me. And um I I've always felt a uh, a kinship with mm-hmm. the, the old world. Mm-hmm. Um I've wanted and to go back you, and see it. You, you've you've often said you wish that things would go back. To the way they used to be. And yeah. like, you're, you're looking around and you're like, wow. You know, I'm used to seeing a lot of my skin color. I wish I should go back a little bit. Like, this is, I'm fine for a little bit, but like, come on. Um, it's more about the, I like the, the culture, the drinking and fighting. Okay. That's really, it's not the whiteness, whiteness, the whiteishness. Yeah.ness. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's the camaraderie that comes with beating up your brothers, mm-hmm. I guess. I'm not yeah. much of a fighter. Um, mm-hmm. But 
today, you know, we wanted to do some Irish things. I, I, you did a lot more than I did. Again, because Maybe. I, I'm already... Oh, interesting. <laughs> interesting. I thought you had already seen things. Um, well, we'll get into it, but I've, I've done several things. Okay. But um, not as much as I expected uh, for reasons that I will reveal on the show how exciting a little tease for people to continue listening to the thing they're already listening to <laughs> well i'm gonna go ahead and say one of the things i know you did do um mm-hmm. brent found a um a patch in his yard of uh, clovers mm-hmm. and he sewed them together and he made himself a bikini that's right mm-hmm. and it is tiny ladies and gentlemen it, yeah, the tiniest. It I actually won a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, on the back, everybody's seen a thong, right? In the back, there's like the triangle part. That's just one mm. clover on Brent's. The whale tail, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. The whale tail part of it is just one. Yeah. That's how you can imagine how tiny this thing is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the front of it, it's like maybe five clovers. Mm. Um, Metallica has a song called No Leaf Clover. Okay. And uh, they performed it with an, an orchestra live on the... Uh, uh, the the recording for it, and that's why I was listening to it. And I was like, a no leaf clover. That's like, so what? There's like just a stem. Is that oh, what it is? Uh-huh. And that's really what what gave me the idea to make this bikini. I was yeah. like, you know what? I bet I could essentially pluck these leaves off these three leaf clovers mm-hmm. that are in my yard. And just make a bikini out of this bitch. You yeah. Know? Just really, just like, w- welcome. Yeah. The, the Irish attitude, you know? Classic Irish bikini, mm-hmm. you know? Obviously, when they're, you think Irish... Yeah, they're all over the place in Ireland, yeah. You're thinking tiny-ass bikinis, yep. you know? <laughs> That's right. Tiny-ass yeah. bikinis on the beach. <laughs> Is that also Irish? <laughs> um, I, uh, I like the look of it. Because mm-hmm. um, what's great about it, it's so tiny is you don't, you don't have much to cover, we can say. Mm-hmm. Just the nips. Right. And then mm-hmm. even down below, not a whole lot mm-hmm. working. Not, no, no. So, yeah. And the hair some, covers most Some of say it. less than a nipple, yeah, <laughs> down there. <laughs> but like a long one. But like well, a short, short one. I mean, it depends on if it's cold outside or not. But yeah, I mean, totally. Yeah. Which in yeah. Ireland, you know, yeah, exactly. happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, what, what surprised me the most about this outfit that you built was the, um, the built-in taint patch. Mm, the, yeah, the, I heard it on a podcast, gold, if I recall oh, correctly. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that you have to, uh, you need someone to find, right? If I recall, mm-hmm. look, if if you call Werner Herzog himself, <laughs> uh, you, and of course this is like earlier at, at the beginning of the year, uh, you know, after I I heard his advertisement on a uh, on a podcast. Um, sure. I I placed an order, and he was able to rush ship me. A special edition St. Patty's Day pot o' gold taint patch. Nice. Now, Werner, God bless you. You tried. You tried, man. So he he essentially like drew in Sharpie a pot of gold and colored okay. it in with uh, some yellow Sharpie. You know, mm-hmm. there's like the multicolored packs you can get. Sure, yeah, yeah. But he shipped it from Germany. And... Uh-huh. It took a while to get here. So by the time it got here, the black of the outline mixed with the yellow oh, of no. the pot of gold. Yeah. So it's brown. It's like when you highlight. Oh, God. Yeah. So honestly, 
it's uh it's really more of a uh pot of dingleberry oh, uh, at this point no yeah yeah so it's but not it's a there. good look no it's not a good look but you know he it tried is a, um it is a dvd extra for those that are hey. you know looking for some fun with this guy <laughs> you know what i'm saying no well um your wife sure likes it i hear mm-hmm. and that's yeah. nice that's really what mm-hmm. counts it really is, yeah. Um, yeah. That's the important thing, yeah. Well, I hope that, um, you know, you've been really into Pinterest lately. That's kind of what got you onto this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope when we see each other next, we can maybe build one together so we can have, like, matching matching brokinis. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sounds absolutely. Good. Yeah. We can connect them at the hip. <laughs> that's right. And then we can do three-legged races. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we do one around our hips and the one around uh, my right ankle and your left ankle. Gotcha. Right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. We'll make that work. Yeah. And um, we're going to bring that. That is going to be a pretty good show. We're going to bring that on the podcast. We're going to do mm-hmm. some three-legged races. Um, there'll be some commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, not from us, because we're going to be racing. But, oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe my grandmother, we're thinking someone someone older. Um, right. Who really understands, like, podcasting? You know, who really well, gets yeah. it? I was going to say yeah. who understands three-legged races. I just wanted someone from the generation where they started. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think she's pretty smart, though. She'll get the podcast part. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's kind of like, uh, yeah. Not since the days of chasing an old wooden hoop with a stick on a dirt road has the fervor been this palpable. And they're lining up. Oh, they're both dead. Oh, both, that's how you die. Decided to line up in traffic. <laughs> oh, there we go. Man, if you if you could choose a way to go, mm-hmm. would it be at the end of a quarter mile and Vin Diesel's behind the wheel? Um, that's one way to go. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to have a, a nuke drop directly on my head. Wow. Um, Thought yeah. about it. Okay. Fuck right it. There. Let's go out. You know, we're going out. Yeah. Let's go big. You know? Would you, do you have anything you want to say before? Like if a nuke did drop on your head, is there something you, you're going to like yell out before it happens? Um... I had hoped my internet presence would start blowing up, but this yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> is that good? Does that make sense? Yeah, I just like to uh, to imagine that that's how you go out. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how that would be like captured because the nuke would like short out, Oof. you know, a bunch of uh, it'd be, it's essentially like a um, God, what do you call EMP? that? Like an EMP? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, maybe there's like, uh, maybe we'll have you write it down on a paper mm-hmm. airplane and that might survive. Yeah. I don't oh, know. We'll just put it in a, a refrigerator. Work. I hear those survive all kinds of nukes and shit. Yeah. Just scrawl it on the inside of a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and it will be good to go and I'll read it mm-hmm. afterwards and be like, Brit do- died doing what he loved. Mm-hmm. So that's always nice. Get, getting bombs dropped on his head. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. People are like, why didn't he just get in the refrigerator? And I had to tell him it's how he wanted to go, sweetie. That's how he wanted mm-hmm. to go. <laughs> so pat my pat my dad on the head, yeah. <laughs> sweetie. <laughs> wow. Go play. Yeah. I can't imagine calling your dad sweetie. That'd be interesting. I wonder how you would take that yeah. patting on the head. Look, I'll be dead. I don't care. I don't, I don't care how it plays out. Yeah, that's between you guys. We'll find out in a month, right? That's so <laughs> April, I'm marking days off the calendar. Hey. Well, all right. Do you uh, do you have anything to start the show with? Do you want to just well, get into this stuff? Or 
Um, you've got something there on the uh, mini topic discussion there. Yeah. Is that what you wanted to start with? Uh, well, I was looking at the script earlier that we keep for this mm-hmm. show, and um, uh, you know, we had a few old mini topics discussions from from last time. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to get those out of there because I, I will just start reading from the script and we will mm-hmm. just go through those all over again. Mm-hmm. And then I decided, uh, oh, there's got to be something I put here. Uh, nope, everything's canceled. <laughs> so that's all I put. Everything's okay. canceled. Uh, starting with, you know, everything, everybody knows what's going on. We've talked, we joked and talked a little bit about it, but uh, mm-hmm. with this COVID 19 coronavirus going around, everything's just yep. fucked up and weird. And mm-hmm. uh, the one that hit me the hardest, though, was F9. Delayed an entire year. An entire year. Wow. On the last episode, you mentioned, yeah. Hey, what about the the Fast and Furious crew? You know, they're they're going to be impacted the most with the uh, uh, people being repulsed by the word Corona. You know. Yep. And there, look, I they were it. repulsed so much mm-hmm. that they they couldn't even look at an audience for a year. Yep. They're like, don't even. No, I can't even do it. Get your face out of my face. <laughs> Luckily, we've got Bloodshot to get us through. Oh yeah, <laughs> which, which opened so you with need a your... nine million dollar weekend opening. I think, I think I saw. I guess I don't know. I haven't even been on the internet this week uh, or this weekend. Uh, I've been uh, so busy doing shit here at the house. You know, wow, trying to stomach all the uh, the flat screws. That's true. It takes a while. Don't relive anyway, it. Don't don't go back. I can't, I can't, don't relive the memory. Going through a, a tunnel, memory tunnel. Yeah, it's okay. You're safe Not now. Not through a Fast and Furious car, though, I'll tell you that. <laughs> nope. No. <laughs> More like a rickshaw mm-hmm. that was tied to your dogs. More like a Rick's Hobson Shaw. Hey! You know? <laughs> Is anybody named Rick? Is anybody no, named Rick at all that. in that series? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll yeah, have to watch it. it. We, we got, it. gotta rewatch them again! We, we, <laughs> Well, um, yeah, so I just wanted to throw that out there, that mm-hmm. it's just weird. Quiet Place 2 was also canceled with no new release date mm-hmm. announced, yeah. so that's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Um, it's just weird how it's affecting everything that touches everything. So It is. It's, uh, it's strange. There's a lot of limitations on several states uh-huh. where you can't have gatherings of like 250 or more uh-huh. people. So, you know, that's a lot of your movie theaters. That's a lot of your yeah. sporting events. That's a lot of your uh, bumper car salons you know you can't even get your hair done at a bumper car salon right now <laughs> not right now no, Brent, can't. what i know i know you see how fuzzy so this practical. is i gotta go it's so practical Ugh. till i get in a bumper car and start driving as quickly <laughs> as it will take you and have somebody <laughs> behind you on foot chasing you with scissors <laughs> trying to cut your hair i imagine them all on uh hoverboards uh-huh. not the cool ones from start you know sorry from Back to the Future, but the uh, the oh. actual ones we have that explode, yeah, and they're just chasing you around with with scissors. Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't appreciate that those are called hoverboards. Neither do I. I. Don't. That's what I, I don't like explain. Yeah, yeah. Either stand regular foot or goofy foot on a hoverboard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna stand parallel feet. No, what's that about? What Why? That's, That's weird. Boring. It looks stupid. Okay. And you're I want a magical floating skateboard deck. Yep. That just levitates off the ground. Can we have it, please? Is that so hard? Okay. Can I just say what we're all thinking? Mm. I want research in the coronavirus to cease right away oh, and no. start working on the hoverboard technology from Back to the Future 2. <laughs> we need to focus on the important stuff right now. That's right. That's right. We got those self-lacing shoes back in 2015. Yeah. 
but they didn't they didn't really take off. But I feel like if we had an actual hoverboard, like from uh, Back to the Future Two, uh-huh. that's things a game changer. Would, yeah, things know? would be better. Yeah. What if it's even just like the world has hoverboards, and so someone's happier, and they don't murder someone, mm-hmm. and instead they create a cure. That's right. You know, yeah. because a lot of scientists are always going between murder and curing people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just need a hoverboard in their life to make them happier. So mm-hmm. they see what it's like being a child and they want to stick around longer. And that's why we get a cure. Guys, hoverboards solve murders. Hey, science, listen up. Hmm. Picture this, if you will. Okay. There's a, uh, a person. Gender isn't important. Okay. Yeah. There's a person. Look in the right hand. A knife. What? Ready to be plunged. Into the guts of another person. Again, gender does not matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but an adult. We're not. We're not going to murder any children in, in the scenario. Not today. So left hand knife ready to stab. <gasps> then they look over to the right hand. A lab coat. What? <laughs> Which one will they choose? <laughs> <laughs> That's the conundrum. That is. And you got to set them on the right path. And hoverboards are a way to get there. Schrodinger's murderer. Okay. Schrodinger's murderer. You figure it out. I loved it. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the show title. <laughs> 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 but also, um, well, for one, I can't spell Schrodinger. And I tried that. And it, and it also autocorrected to a Rhodes 4. So. Pretty much. That's Schrodinger's. What was it? Murder, murder, murderer, murder, murderer, Schrodinger's murderer, murderer, excellent. <laughs> it sounds like our batteries are running yeah, low. That's, you're really yeah. good at that. You're good at a lot of voices. I say that a lot, but I appreciate the voices you bring out. And I just didn't expect that uh, batteries running out. Brent was going to be a good one, and it was really good. <laughs> well, Steve and I appreciate it very Hey, I did a really good dad joke the other day that was not verbal at work, and I wanted to yeah. just throw this out at you. Oh, yeah. We have, uh, yeah, so we have, like, at my work, two two rows, and then on either side are, like, uh, cubicles, sort of. They're set up uh, two people side by side on a desk, mm-hmm. and there was one in front of me. I was walking around the corner, and someone started to ask me a question, and I didn't want to answer it at the time, and nobody was in the cubicles in front of them, so I had an open space. And so as they were saying that, I just walked past them and I just acted like I walked down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a, like some pretty hearty chuckles from like four people around and I felt really good about it. <laughs> yeah. Also, then you just you just stayed knelt down for well, I was a long say, time, right? For a second, I my knees really hurt. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that hurts. I can't do that as easily anymore. <laughs> but I hadn't done one of those in a while. Felt pretty good about it. I'll do this thing in my office where uh, one of my coworkers will like walk by and start asking me for something. And I'll, I'll put my one finger up as if to say, mm-hmm. hold on just a moment. And then I'll pick up like a tape dispenser and hold it to my ear <laughs> and I'll get like a very like serious, like hold confrontational on. conversation yeah. and start screaming into the tape dispenser and then uh, hang it up. And just like slam it down oh, and be yeah. like, I'm sorry you had to hear that. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what you needed, but you know, I'm, I just really can't right now. So if you could just, I need a moment to go. I just, yeah, I need, yeah. So you were, very bad news. you were fired recently for this mm-hmm. prank. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause that was your boss that you did that to every time. It was. Yeah. Um, and then, um, 
it, it yeah, it just got really ugly. It got really ugly right after was that. Was this at the Duck Church? Is that where you're working now? It was. I got oh. let go. Uh, because, you know, part of that whole escapade there. Um, and look, you know, I, it, it started out as a joke, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it really spiraled out of control um, because my boss was like, okay, yeah, the, the joke's over. I, I really need you to, to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not proud of this. Yeah. But I took the holy water. I drank it. What? Mm-hmm. And then I I've projectile vomited oh, it on him. <laughs> wow. And I called him a filthy fucking goose. And he <gasps> fired me over that? It's like Okay, Snowflake. Oh, okay, boomer, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. This is what my generation does. Yeah. This is what we do, okay? I'm a millennial, okay? <laughs> I imagined he uh, used his wings to wipe off that water and mm-hmm. regurgitated spit off his mm-hmm. face. Mm-hmm. And he looked at you and he said, duck, duck. And he pointed to the door, mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were like, I, I stood around for a minute because I was like, I thought he was just like saying the first two letters of goose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for like, the OSE to come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You waited for like, the game. What? And then it like, I waited too long. Mm. And so then it was awkward. And then it was like, oh, I feel like I, I feel like I should have gone. Sure. But now it's, I'm too far into just standing here, standing my ground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just, I had to stand there for longer. And it, so like long. it really, it, I just got home this morning. And I got fired wow. on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Have you so, had a bowel movement since then? No, I'm no. really impacted. <laughs> Just really, really needing some help. Uh, I would, I would love uh, to be able to use the bathroom, but I uh-huh. hear that there's no toilet paper anywhere. Oh man. Yeah. <sighs> Corona. <laughs> you did it again. Oh, thanks, you Obama. You got me. You don't got me. Is this episode bad? I think this episode's bad. I don't think it's very good. (laughs) (laughs) But we're halfway through it, so we have to keep going at this point. Yeah, we've come too far. We've come too far. So should we just get into the St. Paddy's-ness of it all? Let's do it. Okay. We're we're doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's get people out of their misery here. So I want to... uh, I want to go through a few... uh, uh, St. Paddy's or uh, Irish-themed things, if I can, yeah. real quick here, right? So, I uh, uh, I've gone. I think it's been like uh, three weeks without uh, any type of alcohol beverage. Oh wow! Uh, of any sort, you know, just to see if I could do it, just to make mm-hmm. sure I didn't have like a problem, you know? How you feeling? I, I can stop whenever I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, uh, but yeah. So I wanted to make sure that uh, I don't have any issues. Uh-huh. Turns out I can, and I had no problem. Like there were, was a certain point where I was like, "Wow, I haven't had a drink for a long time," but I didn't have a craving for it. So that's, that's good, good. Uh-huh. right? So then I was like, "Oh, St. Patty's Day is coming up, though. So now's my chance to crack open that sweet Guinness, hey. the sweet nectar of the Tods." And uh, 
So I figured I would do that live on the air because right it's time here. to drink on the podcast again, bitch. It's gonna be forever. Wow. I have a problem. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear that. Top. Also, I've got a, uh, a Guinness uh, draft, but it's spelled D R A U H or A U G H T. Stout. Yeah, I've never do that. Right. Was draught draft. I don't know. Fuck it. But it's got a limited edition can. It has a toucan on it, so... Nice. Yeah. Follow your nose to this beer, bitch. Wow. Yeah. Because it has that, yeah. that nitrous uh, capsule oh. in there, you know? Yeah, it's bubbling over. It wants you to Hell suck yeah. on it real bad. Get that sweet head. <laughs> Gotta suck on that head, you know? So, it's been a, a couple of years since I've had a, a Guinness, actually. Okay. But I, it yeah. used to be my go-to beer for mm-hmm. a long time. But it's just so, like thick and heavy yeah. it's just like sits in your gut for a long time but yeah. you know what it's fuck it you know it's like eating a loaf of bread yeah mm-hmm. which i love but bread does not <laughs> <laughs> so let me uh let me try this so this is a first sip in three weeks ish hey, let, let me tell you something steven Oh man, your well, skin's Shamrock's a little green. Angelilis will tip their cap to a week at us. We're gonna get so much hate mail this episode. <laughs> First off, people will be like, "It wasn't funny." Number two <laughs> is just bad. Three, offensive. <laughs> That's the check marks we try to to check off each show. So, be nice to each other, and also the Earth is round. See, so now he's an That's intelligent I like character. It. Yeah, right. Not that he wasn't before. Okay. No. No. But now we know because of what mm-hmm. he said. Mm-hmm. And we agree with it. And it's progressive and it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you what do you think? It's good. It's good. It's good. Classic it Guinness. Has yet? Mm, Feel a Lucy? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't think that's... <laughs> I don't think that's beer. Well, excellent. I'm glad you have that on the show. Um, I don't have anything fun today. Um, yeah. I do have this banana cup. Yeah. That has some oh. um, ginger ale in it. So, oh. cheers to you, buddy. <laughs> ginger ale is part of a, uh, um, like a, some kind of mm. Irish drink, right? It's in a Moscow mule, where ginger beer yeah. is. Moscow's in... In Irish. Yeah. In Irish? <laughs> yeah. So much hate meal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's in something. Yeah. I don't know all the things. I don't know some I, uh, of the things. Yeah. It's good. Good times. Well, um, yeah. Also, yeah. also. Oh, yeah. Don't cut me off, okay? I've been drinking. <laughs> a raging asshole. Okay? <laughs> Let me tell you a little something about it. Uh, so, this morning, I had myself a classic Irish breakfast of... Lucky Charms. Oh, my Ooh. God. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You just got to throw those in every once in a while. It's like a oh, leprechaun okay, dancing. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Lucky Charms has forever been my favorite cereal. Mm. I don't have it all that often. I rarely eat cereal. Yeah. Um, because it's just not part of our diet uh, plan here in our household. But, man... It's Old. so good. Yeah, for real, you know? Oh, yeah, um, it's probably good. But, uh, man, so good. They've got yeah? unicorn marshmallows now. Uh, I had no idea. Yeah. You know? Searching out that unicorn. Gotcha. 
you know, just whatever shapes they need to do uh-huh. to be able to put more marshmallows in Lucky Charms. Just yes, all of it. Um, it doesn't even have to be like luck themed or magically yeah. themed. You know, it could be like uh, a cover letter. Okay, sure, why not? <laughs> Might as well throw that shit in there. You're like, I don't know, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, you just want more marshmallows, basically. A tire iron. All right, go for it. You An know? old shoe. <laughs> An old shoe, right? Uh, gravel. Oh, just put some some gravel marshmallows. Gravel yums. Hmm. Um, I feel you know you our wives. We've talked about meeting up sometime and trying mm-hmm. to have a little get together. Um, I feel like you need to come to Houston, Brent, and I'm going to tell you why. Because okay. in my pantry at this moment, <laughs> I have an entire bag of those marshmallows. Just the marshmallows? Just the marshmallows. Holy shit. Which you can buy yourself on Amazon. Can you really? Oh, it's like $15. It's like a huge bag of just marshmallows. Only $15? Only, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like enough to fill a bean bag, like a small bean bag. Now, does it come in a sealed bag? Or is it just like a mostly closed Ziploc bag when you get them? It's mostly closed Ziploc. You can tell, I mean, some of them are a little soggy because it's like, Mm -hmm. it's basically people that have been eating the cereal and spit it back out. Oh, okay, good. Into a bag, and then they save those, and then they send them out on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it. Well, they say that the coronavirus dies in people's spit, so... Yeah, they say that. You're you're mostly covered then, right? I really don't want to spread any disinfo. Don't don't trust us about anything we say today, basically, basically just for mm-hmm. everybody involved. That's what people know that. But, um, yeah, I, and I, I think that it, they could be a little chalky, but because someone's already sucked on them a little bit, mm-hmm. they're, like, nice and moist, um, yep. And you know how women love that word, so mm-hmm. they're a oh, big, yeah. big seller for both genders. Oh, I just got a news alert here. It says the coronavirus could be fought using ass-to-mouth technique. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if we have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Um, so on top of that, yeah. the third thing I've consumed was this morning. It was the first time I ever had it. So I went out to classic Irish restaurant, McDonald's. <laughs> Steven, I got a shamrock shake today. Hey! I've never had one before. I'm it was sure good. Un- unnaturally green. Yeah. Um, is I had mint? no idea. Mint, yes. Mint, is that what it is? Yeah. Wait, are you trying to say my name? Did you forget? Yeah, you're, you? you're Mrent. Yeah, Mrent. Mrent. Yeah. Mrent. Yeah. If you say it fast, it doesn't really matter. Mrent. Mrent. Damn it, Brent. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Man, I really wish your name was Brent. M R E N T. Brent. Yeah. It sounds M-R-E-N-T. like you're like. M R E N T. Yeah, I like it. It sounds like you're frustrated, um, like at the grocery store, that you can't have the cereal that you want. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wanted the Lucky Charms with the uh, the chocolate pieces in there, but it was the family Didn't size. Know they had that. And my wife was like, no, you can't. You can't have that much cereal. I was like, but I oh. want it. She's like, you don't, you don't need it. Um, actually, today we had a little brunch. You made me think uh, because we also didn't need these. But uh, my brother-in-law and, and uh, sister-in-law, Josh and Sarah, brought mm-hmm. donuts from a place called Voodoo Donuts. Oh, yeah. That do the cereal things, and um, I know there was a Captain Crunch one we had today. Um, and we had uh, we had an Oreo one, not that that's cereal, but it was really good. Uh, but I feel like there was a, a marshmallow one I might have avoided. 
but they mm. might have had that as well because I'm not that big into the marshmallows. I gotta say, of those cereals, Amanda is. That's why you have that big ass bag of them. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we got I it see. for her. I think she forgot wow. about them. She was super excited. She had uh, she had some in a cup one day, and she got sick. She felt she was like I had way too many marshmallows, and I don't think she's had them since. <laughs> that was like a month ago. <laughs> Holy shit! It probably does sit in your gut for decades. Yeah. You know, it's a weird. It's not even food. Yeah. It's like exactly. It's almost like the texture of what a pencil eraser looks like. Yes, that's, that's a good how I, way how to I say it. it. You know, because it's not like um, other marshmallows where they're like fluffy. They're like dense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so those are the the iris things I consume. I love it. Uh, recently, um, and one of them I'm I'm consuming as we speak here. But mm-hmm. in addition to, um, I also wow. listen to a little album called House of Pain by you guessed it, Cypress. No, uh, House of Pain. House of Pain is oh, okay. It's a self titled mm-hmm. album. Yeah, um, it's their first album from 1992. Okay, mm-hmm. one year after. Vanilla Ice's debut. Oh wow! So then they're like, "Okay, I guess it's time for white rappers to this. really take effect." Um, so, <laughs> have you ever heard any House of Pain beyond "Jump Around"? No, I'm very curious about this actually. Okay, so honestly, like the music is pretty good, like the beats and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, I think it's mostly uh, produced by like DJ Muggs and DJ Lethal. Um, DJ Lethal, of course, is the uh, he would go on to uh, be the DJ from uh, Limp, or for Limp Biscuit, of course. Oh. We all know, we all know. I had no um, idea. I mean, I knew that, but I had no idea. I'm sorry, I ruined it. Anyway, we'll move on. I'm sorry. Are, are you allergic to car bombs? Like if, <laughs> if I just can you just asking for a friend? Yeah, just curious. I am allergic to them, Brent. Fuck. Deathly allergic to them. Brent. So every time I have an Irish car bomb Mm -hmm. or a car bomb of anything, I blow up. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. (laughs) The toilet? Yep. (laughs) The toilet. (laughs) (laughs) So um, on uh, on this album, you know, they really put forward that they are Irish. Like, they've got the uh, the Irish colors on there. Um, on the, uh, it's like a black and white photo. Okay. Um, with uh, Everlast, who went on to have his own solo career. Um, uh, I think his name is uh, Danny Boy. is uh-huh. the second rapper, and then DJ Lethal. But in the upper right-hand corner, it has, like, a, a clover, and then there's the, uh, the Irish flag colors on there. Oh, okay, there um, but uh, let me give you some uh, song titles. So beyond Jump Around, they've got uh, Top of the Morning to You, Shamrocks and Shenanigans, wow. Danny Boy, Danny Boy, <laughs> uh, Put On Your Shit Kickers, um, you know, things like that. So it's, it's really like putting forward, oh, they're Irish. Like, we get it, okay? Uh-huh. So a lot of uh, uh, stuff around uh, hanging out at, at the bar, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, Danny Boy, they they start singing the song Danny Boy mm-hmm. um, in the song at a certain point. The pipes, the pipes are calling, you know? Kind of like when you blow up a toilet, like uh, the we pipes mentioned are calling. just mere seconds ago. And yeah. Um, so it's, uh, it's very, like, nostalgic for me because uh-huh. I listened to this album when I was, like, growing up. So uh, it, was, it was fun to revisit. I don't know that it's for everyone. Like, if... <laughs> 
if you wanted to listen to some like old uh-huh. school like '90s hip hop, I don't know that uh, the House of Pain self-titled album is going to be your jam. Yeah, but um, if you're a fan of like old school Cypress Hill or something like that, that might uh, it might be like a parallel for you. But you know. So you're saying it's for me personally, I should definitely seek this out because you think that I would like it? I think you would not only like it, but you would love it and honestly attempt to marry it and get written a citation for bigamy. So I can't do it then. Yeah. I can't do it. I already have a wife. Yeah. Oh, Brent. Can I just listen to Jump Around um, 18 times to fill in the gaps? Uh, Go ahead and make it 19 for the uh, deluxe version of the album. And yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to Jump Around 19 times okay, without th- stopping. Without stopping. And then, uh, yeah. honestly, you pretty much get it. It's You get it. So, I didn't know that they actually had other songs outside of that song. <laughs> I mean, I figured it, but I've never heard them. Uh-huh. So, I've never, I've never heard any of these songs, even remotely. Is it kind of like the Sugar Ray first album, where it was like they had one pop song, and the rest was like pretty hardcore hard rock, rock and nobody knew what was happened with that wow i'm surprised you knew that i i heard things i hear things brent yeah yeah oh don't you know oh don't you, you know? do a you fr- do know a friend of mine once a long time ago <laughs> play, got that got that album and we played it and we were like we can't wait to do more pop songs and then we were like wow this is heavy hardcore metal i can't listen to this devil music and i ran home mm-hmm yeah. Is that your experience as well? No, I loved I loved that heavier heavier stuff. Of That's course why you would. I started listening to it. Yeah. And it got you into the devil. Uh-huh. Sugar Ray did it. Uh-huh. As That's everybody right. every parent right. knew. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. That as you're like standing in line, the devil's like, Why are you here? Oh, Mark McGrath? <laughs> oh yeah, good. <laughs> You've got a reference. I yes. inspired his goatee. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, speaking of Shamrocks and Shenanigans, mm-hmm. the song, um, okay. let me give you the first two lines of that song, um, rapped by Everlast. Mm. They go as such. I kicks the flavor like Stephen King writes horror. If I, if I were a Jew, then I'd light a menorah. So this is the type of uh, <laughs> rapping ability that's showcased on this. It's just like, okay, sure. I got rhymes for you. Excuse me, Senora. That's the that's wow, the following. Wow, that's a pretty good one. So, are you a horror or are you a lady? You never call a lady a horror. Is it Erica Boyer or Marcia Brady? That's Wait, what? okay. <laughs> this is how it's happening on this album. Okay. So, if you are uh, really wanting some Irish hip hop in your life, you know it's a it's a it's a fun dumb listen. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just go ahead and say that I'm, I listen to it through your ears, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it be, and I'll listen to that song 19 times. 19 times. And that way we have a friendship that's stronger, mm-hmm. built on that level of um, Irish trust. There we go. Classic Irish trust that everybody talks love about. It. So, mm-hmm. yep. Well, anything else you got going on? I didn't do any all this preparation. You've got way more going on. You got to get a shirt. You got to get a drink. Well, you know, Hibbert likes to prep. That's why they call me Preparation H. So, <laughs> um, what I did is, uh, and we talked about this like leading up to St. Patty's Day and everything. I was like, you know what, Stephen? Uh, should we do um, 
this double dose of this uh, movie franchise mm. that uh, that people like. And I know you and I saw the the second one together with a, a group of friends in theaters. Yeah. And then you were like, oh, uh, no, I don't want to do that because I tried watching <laughs> the first one. It was not good. I don't I don't want to do that. It's like, oh, okay, sorry. I thought you liked it. I have. Right? Yeah, I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. You're with me. Okay. Yeah. So, Steve and I, I've rewatched The Boondock Saints 1 and 2. Wow. Wow. Double wow. feature. So... Um, Do you feel like a better person? That's my first question. So let me let me set it up this way. Mm-hmm. So back in uh, 2008 ish, uh, wait, let me do math. Uh, carry this seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early uh, like uh, late 2000s, I guess. So um, uh, yeah, somewhere there, I was given a movie by a, a coworker who was like, "Oh, you gotta watch. You've never seen Boondock Saints. You you gotta watch this." So he gave me the DVD. I took it home. I watched it. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get this, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. all right. But he was really like singing his, his praises high. So yeah. it was like kind of feeding off the energy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, I guess I guess I like this. I guess, yeah, sure. So then the second one comes out, and I go see it with him and you and uh, some of our other friends. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh, I guess that was fun. <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. Did I like this? And I didn't think about it again until last month, I think. Oh, I was uh-huh. like, yeah, they're, they're movies. These, these are Irish movies. Uh, kind of, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the entirety of an Irish experience, but it's uh, that's, uh, that's a, a through line, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's these Irish brothers, thick, thick accents. Yep. And by thick accents, I mean just some accent. Kinda. Yep. You can understand them, you know? One mostly just sounds like Norman Reedus. Uh-huh. And the other yeah. guy, you might have seen him around. He kind of sounds like he's Irish a little bit. Mm-hmm. Boston. Yeah. 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 So. Well, uh, you watched the first one not long ago, you you said? I had tried uh, in the last like few years to rewatch those. Okay. And I used to be a huge fan of the first movie. And yeah. like our other friends and like a lot of people online, I had stumbled upon it. I found it just one random day on TV, and I think that was mm-hmm. the perfect way to find it. Um, just kind of never hearing about it, and it was this really like different and cool. Like um, I don't know, they 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 had like a cool vibe to them, the brothers that movie, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, just the whole idea of it. I've always been like a big like vigilante guy. Um, I like to go and murder people. Mm-hmm. Um, allegedly, I. Um, but you like to like really have a good time with it. That's why they call yes. you the Punisher. Yeah. The the <laughs> the like, Punisher. Yeah. 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 That is my serial it, killer nickname. You, you've got a uh, you've got that skull logo on your chest, but mm-hmm. it has a party hat and one of those party <laughs> whistles on it, and then there's confetti in the background. So it's fun. It's fun. It's fun, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I Who always have. Who wants to die? <laughs> I always have Skittles in my pocket. That's so right. I'm just a fun guy, mm-hmm. you could yeah. say, like um, a mushroom. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I liked this the, this that movie in particular. The sequel I liked when it came out, but it it wasn't like I was like I knew it wasn't as good. But uh, and then over the years I didn't really see it. Um, mm-hmm. I think I've only watched that one time and maybe another time at home, but I don't really remember mm-hmm. it. But yeah. uh, the first one was was a big deal for me for a long time, and then I tried it again. Uh, yeah, in the last few years. We'll say since Trump was elected, because uh, in particular, it just made me feel um, 
very white guys um, feeling unjust in the world and they're just going to take it upon themselves and use guns and kill people. And partly I'm like, yeah, they're trying to kill bad people. But partly I'm just like, um, it just feels a little too MAGA hatty to yeah. me. And um, a little too toxic masculinity to me. And it didn't have the same vibe that I used to remember it. Um, kind of yeah. like Fight Club when I rewatched Fight Club in the last mm-hmm. year. And I was like, yeah, this isn't as cool anymore. <laughs> it feels yeah. more like disgruntled assholes um, mm-hmm. that I shouldn't be rooting for. But I don't know. I, I do want to watch the them together. Once you watch them, I just didn't have time. But uh, they did intrigue me because I used to be a big fan of them. And I'm like, what, yeah. what was that? You know, but uh, maybe I just kind of grew out of it a little bit. I'm not sure. So these movies are written and directed by Troy Duffy. More on him later. <laughs> but there is a, a definite shift in quality from the first movie to the mm. second. I yeah. think that's fair to say. Yeah. Um, the second movie l- looks a lot better, uh, but there's likely just more of a budget. I don't know how. Again, more on that later. Yep. <laughs> right? So uh, the first movie... And I watched both of these on, like, different streaming platforms. They're not okay. streaming mm-hmm. together anywhere. Um, the first one I had to watch through Hoopla. Or oh, Hoopla that's right. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to that's set up weird. an account through uh, your local library, and then you can oh, okay. uh-huh. get so many, like, uh, borrows per month or whatever. Yeah. And I chose to use it for the first time for this. Okay. So I, <laughs> They actually I own... removed your account because you, you got this first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they... Uh, or I own both or DVDs of both of these movies, mm-hmm. but I'm so lazy now where if I can't stream something, <laughs> I'm like, there's got to be a way around this. And guess what? There was. Yeah. So I watched it on Hoopla. Hoopla. Hoop. Hang with Mr. Hoopla. Oh. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. This beer's kicked in. I'm <laughs> well, that makes sense. I'm, okay. I'm, done, I'm done with all the show. <laughs> but... So I'm, I'm streaming this, right? And it, uh, even though I streamed both of them, uh, I, the second one I watched on um, Crackle. Mm. And yeah, two uh, but the, the, Crackle has ads in it, mm-hmm. but it was still um, uncensored. Both of them were uncensored, so it's just all the blood and fucks you could ever want, right? Oh, finally. Blood and fucks. So, oh, it sounds like a law firm. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, the the first movie is very like the the edits are kind of strange because mm. it doesn't have uh, like we're used to in modern movies where there's a scenery change and it cuts to like the outside of the city. Oh, we're in the city now. OK, I see. Oh, it's it's at dusk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell um, it just doesn't have that in there. Um, so it's it's strange, but I am willing to forgive that for a first time director, you know? Yeah, um, it, that's kind of the, the charm of watching first time movies mm-hmm. uh, by directors is like oh this is what they had to work with and yeah they made this movie and you know it flaws and all it's it's kind of fun to to see that um the building blocks of what would become their career yeah so if you get they to see still the have vision. a career yeah yeah you know, <laughs> unlike yeah. Troy you get to yeah. see the vision before maybe they had all the tools right to do all that but you're like yeah i can still see some of the later scorsese or whatever like mm-hmm. how he does this but uh yeah we don't really get that with troy duffy either so no we really don't we really don't damn so, shame what? <laughs> great guy he was wrong <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, i will say that norman reedus and sean flannery i believe yeah I think so. uh, is uh the two lead actors and uh billy Connolly. 
um, oh, yeah. who comes in at the, the end of the first movie. Um, they all are uh, good in, in their roles. Uh, Willem Dafoe is in the first movie. Mm-hmm. He's just chewing that scenery, you know? He's got that gaping maw. He's just really to just chew that they baked salad of a fucking scenery, <laughs> <Big> you know? <laughs> Listen to those outtakes. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we're... Um, I'm, I'm sitting there, like, watching this movie, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I am not enjoying this almost immediately. Mm-hmm. But... I made an off-air promise to no one but myself, essentially. I told you that I was going to watch this, but I know you're forgiving. (laughs) I I was like, I told you I wasn't going to either. (laughs) But, you know, it's a St. Paddy's Day-themed episode. I thought, you know what? If I'm going to do it, this is the time, you know? You're like, I already downloaded the app. I did it. I mean, I'm halfway here. I've I've watched three minutes of this. I feel like I'm now going to watch both of these movies and then this third movie and then do this other thing. So, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say this about the Boondock Saints movies, just to pair them together. Mm-hmm. I feel like Troy Duffy is the, is the smartest guy in his group of dumb friends, mm. and he was like, I can string some words together, bro. So he writes a movie, and then it's just for the meatiest of meatheads, who wear their mm-hmm. their baseball caps backwards? Hey, I used and to do then, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and what happened? I grew up. <laughs> yeah. One so, day I hit a door frame and it spun around and I didn't know how to change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you hit a door hat. frame walking backwards? Yeah. Well, sideways. I was going in and it hit it and turned my hat around. And I was like, I don't Steven. know how to fix this now, Stephen. Yeah, it happened. Were you in? A, were you an adult man trying to measure yourself in a door frame? <laughs> to be honest. All right. So I had an erection, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh wait, you meant like tall wise? Tall wise? Yes, yes I yeah. was. Yes, that is. That's mm-hmm. a better answer. Yes, I was yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. There you go. Yep. 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 Hit yep. the bill of your cap, and it spun it around, and never can know, go back. The rest is history. Yep. Then you were like, I don't even want to wear a hat anymore. So I guess I'll go bald. No, I want to wear hats all the time. Dude, okay. That's why I went bald. I don't care. <laughs> I'll just cover this shit up either way. And it was like, fine, I'm out of here. <laughs> and I was like, bye-bye. And bye, now I'm yeah. kind of sad, but it's like, you know, we made mm-hmm. our pact. Mm-hmm. And I had sure. to live with those decisions, much like these brothers have too in this movie. Well, yeah. So for people who have not seen these movies, guess what? Don't worry about it. If you're an adult, don't worry about watching these movies if you've Probably. never seen them before. If uh, if you've liked them in the past, hey, you know what? Good. Good for you, you know? I, you know. Good for you! Yeah. You know? Um, I'm not sure I, how to reconcile my past with them. Yeah. Do I do I still hold a nostalgic point of view? Do I still like them? I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't you know? know. It's like, look, people have different tastes, you know? Maybe yeah. you can uh, put your, your feelings aside for different things. Like, mm-hmm. I just know me, my personal tastes... Uh, have changed over on a lot of things. Yep. You know, I talked about uh, liking Dolly Parton on the last episode of this podcast. Still you crazy. Know? My tastes are changing. Yep. You know, constantly changing uh, for the better. I don't know. Probably not. It's me. So I, uh, I know my tastes have changed on these movies and I'm, <laughs> I did not enjoy them. Yeah. And uh, I don't ever, you know, I hear people say, um, I don't ever need to see that again. I'm like, for, like forever. Like, never you want to see that again? 
And now I get it. I don't ever need to see these movies again. That's just not for me. I can understand people liking them, I guess. You know, people uh-huh. just like what they like. Look, I like a movie called Velocipaster. Okay? Yeah. Am I perfect? Yes, because it's a fantastic movie. <laughs> David Hopkins. <laughs> you should watch it. Anyway. Just watch Critter. the first six minutes at least. You'll be good. Six minutes. Six minutes. Slim Shady, you're on. Throw it on there. It's good. Yeah. Anyway. Boondock Saints. Um, I'm a big I, fan. I, it, 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 a huge fan. I've, I've got a full back tattoo of the McManus <laughs> brothers now. The prayer? It's good. The prayer, yeah. You know, I used to, out of all the tattoos I thought about, there's some tattoos that I wanted from this movie. This is why I don't want tattoos. Because <laughs> people have ideas when they're younger, and then maybe they grow up and they don't want those same things anymore. You know? You don't want Veritas tattooed on the back of your trigger well, finger? Well... No, forearm, obviously, huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted that because, to me also, I was a big Latin nerd in high school around Mm -hmm. the time these came out. I liked all that stuff. I liked their Enomene Patrie Espiritu Sancti, whatever it is, uh, that they say. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I I, I liked that stuff. I thought that was so cool. I wanted to bring Latin back in high school. I had a whole plan. Um, It's still in the works. Everybody's going to be speaking Latin at a about eight and a half years. Um, but I, uh, you know, I had different reasons why I, I liked it out of this movie. I was like, oh, that's really cool because it's like Latin phrases. Um, I think it's, what is it, truth and, I can't the other one, equitas. Advertising. Truth <laughs> and advertising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if that's what it was in Latin? Just <laughs> on each arm. Yeah. Um, he opens his back. One has like a cool like angel wings tattoo. The other one just says like CNBC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> Rules for advertising is, is something he's really obsessed <laughs> I don't with. That's interesting. It. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, that's the reason it's good not to uh, to always get tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, definitely in my case, because um, looking back now, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't want that. Mm. Um, yeah. Same way, I, the other things I wanted um, in Latin, I think uh, at one point, I wanted what I what we called God's gifts in my mm-hmm. Christian upbringing, were the, uh, the things that God gifted you with. Um, mm-hmm. Like compassion or empathy or whatever, and I wanted Butthole. those at one buttholes. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted those at one point tattooed as well, and now I'm like, don't believe in any of that. So <laughs> I'm basically two for two, at least on here yeah. with uh, old tattoo ideas. So, mm-hmm. um, but I did like these movies. I, I still like the. It's one of those things. Um, there's a few movies from my youth that I've revisited, and it's been like kind of heartbreaking because they weren't what mm. they didn't live up to what i remembered and this yeah. is one that i feel is left better in a time capsule in my brain yeah i really i do hold a soft spot like even looking at the pictures right now as i pulled it up while you were talking on the wikipedia and stuff um i'm like yeah that part's cool or that i remember like that i just like the way they look like their peacoats yeah. and um mm. it's just like all black and stuff it's just cool and mm-hmm. willem dafoe is so fucking crazy in it like it's so much better for me to hold those things in my mind right now and be like, yeah, I really like that, right? But then I know when I rewatched it most recently and if I rewatched it again, it wouldn't be nearly as cool. And um, so maybe it's just better to leave that behind, you know? Yeah. Um, it is It's a strange series because they make fun of a lot of different races and, you know, people for their, um, mm. like, LGBTQ type people. Yes. And, uh, yeah. But the way he does it, I feel like it's a, a meathead version of like, we make fun of them, but we also put them like in the movies or whatever. Like William mm-hmm. Defoe's character is gay. 
but they still drop the uh, the bad f word. Oh, a uh, lot on, on too, the regular. Right? Yeah, yeah, on the reg. Um, and then uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of uh, especially in the second one where uh, Julie Benz comes in mm-hmm. um, and she's the William uh, Willem Dafoe type character. She um, there's a lot of like sexism that plays into mm-hmm. it and whatnot. And uh, boy, this the second movie is just fucking strange, man. There's a lot yeah. of like fantasy sequences where uh at one point julie benz's character is like dressed up as a like a cowgirl and there's like slow motion like imagining of what happened in the shootout and everything and that's another thing is like Hmm. like they'll come across a crime scene like the 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 brothers are planning to do something Mm -hmm. and then it just like jump cuts to the the police coming across that scene and then you have to go back and tell like how that mm-hmm. that played out you know but like it that. seems no because it's like oh well i already know they killed everyone mm-hmm. like it's is it, that in the second movie or just overall because they do that in the first one obviously yeah in both but in does both. it bother you in both is that what you're saying yeah it's like yeah. why do that why why take that away from the mm. the experience for the viewer See, you know, I, for one, I would chalk it up to because you do see some of it, but you don't see all of those things, I think, uh, and fool. Mm-hmm. And maybe I always kind of chalked it up to they didn't have enough money to show the full thing. But then they, they do go back. So it but, is yeah, more they of go a, back a story it, choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Uh, I've always I actually kind of liked that, at least in the first one. Um, like there's one in particular where everybody's dead. But then when you see it happen, it was kind of a fluke. Um, mm-hmm. Like they fall out of a ceiling and then like they still are like, OK, though, and. Um, the way it happens without spoiling too much of it is, um, I was like, oh, you didn't know that. You just know the aftermath. And it looks like they were being like really precise in their hit and they weren't at all. Um, mm-hmm. so I kind of dug that, but I can also see that as a, uh, the, it's kind of jarring when you see it for the first time. Cause you're like, you're getting ready to, it's like the build up, build up, build up to the scene. And then it flashes and they're like, oh, it's already done. Yep. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool. So, well, and then some of the uh, the stagings for the bodies that the police are coming across are like so elaborately. Like, there's one guy that's hanging from like a the ceiling or something like that. That happens and murders. Well, I mean, it's like you're kind of taking that kill away from the audience in a way. Gotcha. Because you're like, oh, okay, so I guess some guy is gonna end up hanging from the ceiling somehow instead of just like showing it. And letting it mm. happen or whatever. Counterpoint. I don't know. I just don't like that technique. Beginning of Deadpool. Uh huh. Where they do like the opening credits thing, and then it replays everything, mm-hmm. and you get to go across all those moments. However, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, arguably way more impressive <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's super slow mo, like moving in between things um, that you see later on. But uh, same kind yeah. of same kind of thing. Like you know, like kind of what's happening. And then as it gets there, you're like, oh, cool. Well, you're you're in the middle of that action scene, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not like like there's more to be shown. It's not that's the totality of the, gotcha. the aftermath, yeah. you know. So so you're okay with half seas, yeah, but not yeah. full on. If we're starting in media's res, um, yeah, I think it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as we go back and we set it up and then continue the scene, I think it's um. <sighs> I think it's okay to do that, yes. Was that your director voice? I don't know what that was. I kind of liked it. But it makes my throat feel better since I was screaming (laughs) like a maniac earlier. (laughs) This is definitely not your Troy Duffy voice. No. Because he does not sound like that. Well, speaking of Troy Duffy, Stephen, 
there's a movie called Overnight mm-hmm. that I watched as well. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, that is about the um, not necessarily the making of the Boondock Saints, but it documents his time, like after he got the um, uh, his his screenplay got accepted mm-hmm. uh, by of all places uh, Miramax mm-hmm. uh, and Harvey Weinstein, that piece of shit. Um, oh, yeah. And it's it's funny too because in the movie, like. Troy Duffy is, uh, I, I hope he has grown since then. I, I, I tried to look up a, an interview with him, like mm-hmm. a modern interview of him on YouTube. And it seems like he's more of a, like a jovial guy in, in better spirits currently. I didn't watch the whole interview cause I just simply ran out of time, but I, I have the hopes that he's like gotten over himself yeah. since then. But the way this movie makes him out to be, he's just a full on prick, uh, very like <laughs> uh, self-centered, controlling, like um, uh, just really like willing to abuse the, the power that he like comes into, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so he's very unlikable. And then like also Harvey Weinstein, we now know was a fucking monster and like just hearing the two of them go at it, it's like, well, two of these people I don't like, and they're going after each other. Okay, yeah, yeah, go I'm for fine it. with kill this. It, kill him, kill yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, in in uh, overnight, it's a uh, documentary following uh, Troy Duffy as he's working on getting his. Um, he's already sold the screenplay mm-hmm. by the time we the documentary starts, but. Um, He's trying to work on getting the movie cast and, you know, uh, start filming the movie and everything. At the same time, his uh, band, uh, The Brood, mm-hmm. um, that he's in with his brother, um, is trying to get signed. And I think he was wanting them, wanting his band to be like the, to like do the, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, man, just somebody just really feeling themselves is kind of the the theme of this movie and Mm -hmm. so the band is four dudes so troy duffy his brother and then two of their friends are in the band but then there are two other guys that work for their essentially the production company he put together and they're the ones that are making the documentary now when the the band gets signed to maverick records which is madonna's um i guess music group or something like that uh, or there's some sort of association with Madonna. Mm. Um, he, they get like sign-on bonuses, but the other two guys that are part of the production company, even though they were like managing the band up to that point, they don't get shit. And they ask for like some type of advance or something just so they can continue to pay the rent or whatever. And Troy's like, no, you're not getting anything. Nobody owes you anything. Yeah. And Super it's just douchey. really uncomfortable to watch. And uh, so at that point, you could tell... You can like see the switch flip in these two dudes' minds. It's like, all right, this is going to be a hit piece now. So that's kind of what the documentary yeah. <laughs> is. So I don't know how. Um, uh, I don't know how much sway uh, went into that direction to where like, oh, we're just going to put the bad shit in there because um, that's all we see in the documentary. You know, is like him being a dickhead. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if there's like him just like, hey, you know what? We should really go give to fucking charity today or something like that, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the documentary is pretty good, but the the title fonts they use drive me fucking nuts yeah. because it's uh, like a Times New Roman, but it has a drop shadow behind it, and then it's also <laughs> on a favorite. black background, so it's super thin and it's hard to read. But uh, the the documentary itself is is pretty interesting to, to watch. So I, I would definitely recommend that over the Boondock Saints movies. Uh, people are interested in uh, in uh, 
something to do with the movies without you know watching them specifically yeah i uh i think the documentary uh, it's been a long time since i've seen that but um it was better than the movies um it's an interesting like view into the world of filmmaking and like a mm-hmm. independent filmmaker selling a script and trying to come up in the world but it's like on the one hand like harvey weinstein blacklisted a lot of people that didn't mm-hmm. deserve it like mira Sorvino, um and could have oh yeah they you know they could have gone on to do bigger and better things but with troy duffy i just don't feel that's true i don't know that they that he squashed a brilliant mind um, no it seemed like he was kind of a dick himself so yeah and that was for the first movie and then yeah. somehow he, he got a second one. I haven't had time to look into how that even happened. I know. Like, how did that get funded? Because it was it was before like Kickstarter and all that stuff. I can see yeah, maybe he like kickstarted a movie. But there, when I was going back and rewatching the second movie, um, there was a lot of different like scene changes and everything. So I'm like, man, how did they how did they get the budget for this? And like the um, the cinematography mostly looks good. Like the the uh, image quality is better. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say the cinematography is like stellar, but it's like a definite upgrade from yeah. the first movie, you know? So I don't know. I, I don't know how he pulled off a second movie. Well, um, it makes sense when I read, I just read through the Wikipedia a little bit on there. Uh, first off, I wanted to say that the first movie came out in 99. The second movie came out in 2009, mm-hmm. which was a, a 10 year gap. Um, but in my head, I remember it being like 20 years. I remember being like a long time. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that would have been like last year. So uh, yeah. that's interesting that it was only really 10 years. But they said mm-hmm. uh, 20th Century Fox gave him the money because of the DVD sales of Boondock uh, Saints doing so well. So that actually makes total sense. 20th Century Fox. 20th Century Which Fox. Is now owned by Disney. <laughs> so this is so, a Disney movie. This is a Disney movie that I watched? <laughs> Holy shit. But just the second one. Just the second. Well, no, wait. You should look for them on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Okay. I'm sure they're there. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure they're there. Um, I, I watched overnight on an app called Tubi. By, or, or, or Tubby? T-U-B-I? I like Tubby. So, I've always said it Tubi, tubby. but uh, Tubby. <laughs> It's what so I am when watch, I watch it. Yeah, it's good. Right, yeah. <laughs> if you want to watch uh, overnight, you can uh, can watch it on there for okay, free. Cool. You don't have to have a uh, uh, subscription or a, a login or anything like that. So, so it's pretty easy. Better than these movies. Uh, well, the real lesson we took away from this episode is that you got to try out a bunch of different streaming options. Yeah, for the and, most part. Yeah, <laughs> to varying degrees of success. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. but you tried and you found some stuff out there. Uh-huh. for free so and then you tortured yourself with this and there you are you're welcome steven the torture didn't stop there because oh, you kept torturing th- yourself there's also a boondock <laughs> saints comic book um which uh i didn't have a whole lot of time this week mm-hmm. uh because of you know we're doing stuff here at the house and uh I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to, to read this comic. I was, I was kind of stressing out about it. I was uh-huh. like, oh, man, there's so, so many things I need to do for this St. Paddy's Day-themed episode. Totes. Will I get it all in? So I started reading this, this comic, uh, Troy Duffy's Boondock Saints in Nomine Patrice is uh, what it's called. Um, and it collects Nomine three two-issue series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, published by 12 Gauge Comics. And um, written by Troy Duffy and J.B. Love, so they co-wrote it together, uh, with uh, art by Gus Floor, colors by Matt Browning, and Infusion Studios did the letters and book design. And um, so I'm reading this, right? Mm-hmm. I get to uh, to the end of the first issue, and oh my god, I'm so relieved. 
that I don't have to keep reading this because I did not enjoy this at all. Mm. I don't enjoy these characters. I don't like this world. I don't fucking want to do anything with Boondock Saints ever again. So I stopped reading. I am not the type of person who just like gives up. I will torture myself to you because will, I'm a completist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, it took me forever to watch these fucking movies that I did not enjoy, but I did it. Okay. Overnight notwithstanding, but the Boondock Saints oh. movies, I, 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 dragged myself to the finish line on each of those i'm not there's so many other things i want to do yeah that i don't i'm not gonna waste the rest of my time reading these the remaining five issues of this series like i don't care also like part of this series is in boondock saints too i wonder like they, yeah they do the like the flashback to where um uh what's his, is his name il deuce il, il duce il, Il Duce. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the El Deuce. El Deuce. It's El Deuce, right? He's the poop. Hey. <laughs> He's the poop. He's the poop. <laughs> what is the that? deuce? He's the deuce. Oh. <laughs> He's the shit, so take a big whiff. This stinking here? Is it just me? Because I'm the poop. Um, <laughs> oh, no, don't call the poop. He'll come in here and kill us all. <laughs> Does that help Are you? Are you talking about the guy with the rosary beads? No, that's the Pope. That's the Pope. I'm talking about the Pope. I did not say the Pope. I said oh the Pope. Oh, my God. What? There's a... Oh, we're low on toilet paper because of coronavirus? Oh, well, no. I'm the poop. That's not good for me. I just called the poop in. We need all the toilet paper. <laughs> Y'all, it's about to get bloody up in here, okay? What? You got blood in your stool? You got the poop. Seriously, though, you should go to the doctor. Enjoy your breakfast. Oh, gosh. We're doing this people again, aren't we? We are, yeah. I, I'm sorry. We Oops. can't do it. Taint patch. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I, I read one issue of Boonock Saints, uh, the comic book. Not for me. Not for me. You hey, know, if you, if, you like, if you like these characters, God bless. Yeah, uh, not for you. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. Not I, everything is for everyone, though, okay? And I'm fine with yeah. that. You know? Not everyone likes uh, 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 Marvel characters, okay? That's for me and for yeah. a legion of people, evidently. Yeah. Okay. And if you don't like them, fuck you, you piece <laughs> of shit. Everyone should like them. Everyone should like the stuff I like. Okay. So anyway, let me tell you about Star Wars. All right. <laughs> Here's how it should have gone down. Um, I, I am intrigued to read that uh, comic book, actually, because I, I did like the characters. That's one of the things I would say yeah. is. The sequel didn't really scratch the itch I was looking for um, whenever I did see it, because the first movie, it's like it ends in such a cool way to me, at least at the time, uh, again, in that mindset when I liked these characters and liked that stuff, uh, it ends in such a cool way. And then the sequel, it's like, oh, after that happened, um, yeah, they couldn't go on a murder spree like they said they would, like I was expecting. No, they went into hiding Mm -hmm. and they have really long beards now. And I was like, what's (laughs) happening? Like, it was so off the wall. There, There's a scene at the beginning of the movie where they're, like, called back into action mm. from Ireland where there's just, like, a, a straight-up, like, ass shot of each of them. Oh, Just, sweet. like, as they're, they're washing their backs and, like, cutting their hair into, like, yep. fancy, uh, for 2009 uh-huh. hairstyles, you know? Um, it's just so bizarre that Troy Duffy was, like, honestly, I'm, like, is Troy Duffy into dudes? Which is fine if he is. He's oh, I see what he, you're doing. He does, he does throw 
the bad F word around a lot yes. in these movies. He's one of those and guys. He's like, he's like, all right, guys, here's what I need you to do. All right. I need you showering. I need you showering with that ass pointed right at the camera. I want you to point your barrel right at mine. Okay. And then we go. We're just going to slow push in. Slow push in to them cheeks. Now spread. <laughs> I don't remember if I told you this or not. One of the uh, armchair experts we're listening to, um, mm-hmm. Dax was talking about a movie he was on with Jason Bateman. And uh, he was having sex with Bateman's wife in the scene. Oh. And he's on top, and they're both naked, whatever. And he was really worried. They were talking about how you work out before scenes like that for movies. Mm-hmm. You look you know, bulked up and blah, blah, blah. But Dax is really afraid of people seeing his butthole. <laughs> and he was like really worried because he was like it was like the sheets were going down and like it wasn't like a full-on nude scene but like he was naked and like you could see his butt and stuff and he was like really worried about it and then they were like no we can't see it it's totally fine whatever and they were filming and they're filming and the camera is like towards kind of on the like towards like lower on the mm-hmm. at the foot of the bed facing his butt and he's like you know doing his thing and the director comes in and they're like oh we're just doing a quick adjustment and they just move a part of the sheet and they walk away and he's like, God damn it. Everybody in Video Village just was staring at my taint this whole time. <laughs> so there's got to be footage somewhere on the editing floor of his butthole that they were like, oh, we can't put that in there. Honestly, Werner Herzog should take that as an advertising <laughs> option or opportunity. Be like, put the tape patch on there. Hold yeah. them sheets up, you know, just put the patch <laughs> on on that hole and it won't show. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if it droops down a little bit, okay, but yeah. guess what? Taint patch has got you covered. It's not going to droop down further than you want it to. That's yeah. the taint patch guarantee? Absolutely. Well, um, speaking of taint patches and mm-hmm. deuces and poops, um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry you subjected yourself to those you know what? shit fests. It was a good but experience. Now I've got my opinion documented forever. You know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I don't have to I don't have to go back to it now. If you ever. Yeah. In 20 years, if you're like, did I like those movies? Mm-hmm. Just listen to this and be like, no, mm-hmm. I yeah. did not. So to recap, I talked about Guinness, which is an Irish beer. Mm-hmm. And then I made essentially made fun of the Irish people by saying I had an Irish breakfast and Lucky Charms and then also had a shamrock shake mm-hmm. from an Irish restaurant, McDonald's, which is not Irish. Um, I made fun of. Uh, House of Pain for the most part, and then talk mad shit about the Boondock Saints and Troy Duffy. Yep. So, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. <laughs> um, I, I don't like to be negative about stuff mm-hmm. on this show. Um, uh, it, it doesn't bring me joy to talk yep. shit about stuff. Well, I mean, it kind of does, but not A on the podcast, yeah. you know. But... I just got to be honest, you know, I, uh, I tried these things. I was hoping that I would get some type of uh, Fast and Furious-esque joy gotcha. out of mm-hmm. rewatching this. This is the, the tone I was looking for. Uh-huh. It wasn't there. And uh, I got to be honest with myself. My, my taste had changed, and uh, I was not, not feeling these, uh, this uh, universe of uh, yeah. characters. And that's okay. I think you. Uh, it's not for you. Uh, at mm-hmm. one point it was for me, and I'm not even sure it is now. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, to each their own. And... Um, Please, young gentlemen out in the world finding these movies and thinking, man, this is so cool and exactly what I want to do with my life. 
Don't don't do it. Don't do that. No. no. <laughs> nope. No. no. But um, on the plus side, to counterbalance all of these uh, super Irish things, uh, we have another mm-hmm. movie to talk about today. We do. Yeah. Um, Some say the most Irish movie possible. Yeah, it's it's the. I would say it's the most Italian Irish movie I've ever seen. Absolutely. I would say, yeah. which uh-huh. is really what I was going for, because I mm-hmm. felt super Irish after it. Yeah. And that okay. movie is I Hear You Paint Houses. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Uh, it's close. It's based on a book called that. I heard you. I said here. That's what I got wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the Irishman. Yeah. Netflix's um, uh, extremely long movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Scorsese's uh you know limited series that he decided to cut out the chapter breaks and make into one long ass movie mm-hmm. that's how special I was describing. effects intensive yes uh, super long movie yeah his end game essentially you yeah. could say so you know when you hear an old man complain about something and then you take into account their life experiences and then you're like oh you're complaining about the things you do, but you it's okay for you to do it, but no one else. That's what this movie is. Nice. Essentially. I like that. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. I had, I thought you had, re- you had watched this before. Like I, I watched this last night. Okay. You'd watched this in the last few weeks. Is that right? You, you watched this last night all, all night. Is I watched that- this in one sitting, Brent. Oh my God. Are yeah. your, do you have circulation in your, <laughs> in your legs i had to i had to install a toilet in my living room yeah and then now i'm just used to it and i like it so i'm going to keep mm-hmm. it uh don't tell yeah. my wife but mm-hmm. um is it like one of the the toilet recliners from idiocracy yeah. it's hidden that's why i said don't tell her yeah because i want to yeah. still be able to use it but mm-hmm. don't want her to know what i'm doing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. yep but um yeah i uh I, I got really into it eventually but it did take a while to mm-hmm. uh to really you know get into the story but uh man it's it's long Mm -hmm. uh people weren't wrong about that i i had some of the same thoughts of people that i had heard before um i wanted to preface this to the only two people that i had known that i had spoken to before you that had watched this were uh my brother danny Mm -hmm. and his partner caleb who had said um if i remember right danny said that they started it in about an hour to an hour and a half and they stopped Mm-hmm. meaning to re, you know to watch the rest and they never got back to it right and then uh my boss sam also said um he was like yeah yeah i watched it i liked it um i turned it off about an hour hour and a half in and i was like <laughs> okay it must be good for the first hour to hour and a half and then people are like yeah. really like i can't do anymore so uh to actually sit down and watch it all in a row mm-hmm. to me i thought was uh, pretty impressive for myself uh, I think so. I Thank I you. had to watch it in multiple sittings as well. I had yeah. to split it in two only because I was just like, I started it late and gotcha. I just got so tired that I couldn't finish the last like 45 minutes or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, when we had Daniel Sanchez Sanchez <laughs> on earlier this year, um, it was cool. He, uh, he had mentioned that he had watched it as well mm-hmm. and um, we didn't want to spoil anything for you, but... Um, uh, I, I think that he had, uh, liked it. Um, I can't quite remember, uh, his exact thoughts mm. on it, but yeah, so we, we had both watched it at the beginning of this year. Gotcha. So now so longer than I thought now, now here you are, here you are and ready to, to mix it up. Well, talk about the Irish man. Yeah. Paint mixing. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause it really gets into that. I, um, mm. 
I started to write down some notes and I say started because um, at about 30 minutes in, I just gave up and I thought if we write notes, this would be the longest podcast we've ever done by far. And yeah. uh, we don't, we do not want to match this movie in length. No, I'm going to go ahead and yeah. say it wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. We usually try hey, to do Scorsese. that. Yeah. Uh, Stephen and I have gone blow to blow <laughs> yeah. with multiple Marvel movies. Yeah. Infinity War, Endgame. Did we exceed their time on in, like uh, podcast to movie? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Can we do that for the Irish man? No, we cannot. The Irish man is the least cool superhero that I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that he isn't cool. It's just that he's not that cool. He's just an Irish man. Because, yeah. That, he's literally it. just an Irish man, yeah. And it's like, um, I, from what I heard, they tried for pretty young, but what I got from the de-aging makeup is um, all these characters, this takes place over about seven years from when they were 62 to 69, is that right? <laughs> That's how I understood pretty, it. Pretty much. <laughs> and, wow, the, uh, the fashion of those seven years really wildly swings but Crazy yeah different. that's that's pretty much how yeah how, how time works in this movie well so i saw something about this uh this movie being like how, how long it's supposed to stretch it's like this epic over like decades and it's like from the 50s through mm-hmm. the um like 80s i guess mm-hmm. and they were like yeah at one point de niro is supposed to be like 24 and i was mm-hmm. like what because one of the main complaints I heard from people is like the de-aging is not that great. Um, you really can't tell specifically like how old they are. They look kind of similar. And there's a weird like feeling to it. The way I heard someone explain it online was like almost like a um, like a photograph, an old photo that's been like recolored. Yeah. Um, it has like a weird glow to it almost. Um, his mm-hmm. eyes stood out to me. They were like so weird and blue. Um, yes. Right. Yeah. So I had mentioned that. Uh, on that episode gotcha, when okay. was and I was like how can we how can we uh, turn Robert De Niro classic Italian human um, into <laughs> an Irish person uh, blue contact lenses yeah. that's it that's it yes. that's, yeah that's, that's it. like what stuck out the most right yeah. it was kind of yeah. kind of goofy but um, but then um, yeah I, I, I don't know what I, I I can't see them below like 50s in this movie. Um, and one of the mm-hmm. big things is the way they move. Like they're filming mm-hmm. it in their like late 70s or whatever. So they look like they're in their 70s. Like there's a part where he like curb stomps somebody. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert, it's a mob movie. He's got a, he, there's someone's getting curb, of course, curb stomped. But um, there's yeah. a part where I was like, oh, he's like, I saw it online. He's clearly a septuagenarian. Yeah. Um, he is not in his 30s. You know, doing this, and uh, that really kind of threw me. But overall, mm-hmm. I, I I got past that pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Overall, I I just was like, it's not good, yeah. but I can move past it. Yeah, you know? it's it's watchable. Like yeah. the the scene where it flashes back to Robert De Niro as Irish man, uh, where he's like in the war. Um, that's like mm-hmm. the the furthest they de-age him. So maybe that's the when he's supposed to be like twenty four. Yeah, yeah, and it does look like plasticky, but like. As I'm watching the movie, I'm just like, oh, okay, they didn't. I can tell that's CGI. All right. Yeah, it's like it's okay. And uh, I don't know. Can we take a quick aside here? I want to. I want to say something. So there, are, there's some like podcasts I listen to where people. There's a lot of like people that live in California talking about like, man, I just I just really like practical effects. You just it's, it's just some real magic when it's like something that's there that people can interact with. And I will give them to. Yes, that's true. But then to, like, shit on special effects, like, in general, 
Mm-hmm. And the way they do it is just like it just doesn't, just doesn't, it's just not, it's not. They can't even interact with it. It's not there. And you can tell like on the green screen, they know it's not there. And so I'm like, do these people, do they, do these people think these films are trying to trick them into thinking this stuff is real? It's like, that's not a real dragon. Hey, hey, that's not a real dragon. Hey, they're trying to trick us. That's not a dragon. You know? Hey, King Kong doesn't exist in real life. I looked it up. Like, it's... I get your point. I like this point. I I feel like it's... People are just calling out things that are like, hey, I know that's not real. You're like, yeah, "Yeah, none of it's It's real. It's a movie. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit. Relax about it. What a good point, sir. What a good point. I know Thanos doesn't exist. Do mm-hmm. I buy him as a real character? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, they did a good job. You see, like, the way his, his skin pores move and shit mm-hmm. in close-ups. It's it's fine. Everybody relax. Jesus Christ. You know? Brent, I think you're really nailing this on the, the head here. Mm-hmm. Because um, it really kind of changes the game whenever you're like, oh, this isn't life or death. This is just a movie. Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting. It's just a movie. Yeah. Hmm. It, it seems like people need to just calm down a little bit. A little bit. Like, now that you mention it. It's almost like uh, people are going to have opinions and then also enjoy a thing. You no, know? no, 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 no. I hate that's wrong. So on, back to Irish man here. Yeah. Um, which is how I will forever choose to say it. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I, uh, I remember seeing on Twitter, like before I saw the movie, um, uh, Anna Paquin is in this movie. Plays mm-hmm. Robert De Niro's daughter, um, adult daughter, and uh, that'd be funny if they DH her as well and just made her. <laughs> they could have just like got, <laughs> got a younger actress. But uh, Scorsese, man, he's just he's a real freak for special effects uh-huh. now. True. So um, I heard that she didn't have any lines in the movie, and there was an uproar on Twitter about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's kind of weird that they would like hire. Anna Paquin, and then I guess they cut her lines or whatever. But then I go back and I actually watch the movie, and she has lines in it. Is it a lot of lines? No. But she does have lines in it. See, And then also, it's like, not about her? Yeah. It's a, you know? And I'm all for, like, giving women things to do, giving them their own storylines and movies and everything, but it's it's not like Irishman's Daughter. That's not the name of the movie, you know? It's a whole it's about Irishman. The titular Irish man. <laughs> Irish man. Yeah. I just keep picturing him, like, at the very end of the movie, there's no superhero stuff at all, and at the very end, he just rips open his shirt, there's just a big old clover. Right. <laughs> it was a superhero, superhero backdoor project we didn't know from Scorsese this whole time. He was just downplaying Marvel, just to be like, just tossing gasoline on the fire, just for the fuck of it, you know? Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm making Ir- the Irish man. I told people, yeah, it's right in the title. They know yes. I'm making a superhero <laughs> movie right now. Um... Yeah, I, uh, I honest, honestly, I would say I watched this in one sitting, but I was up and down in the kitchen or whatever. I, I didn't care as much to sit and get every word because I was like, right. I just don't, I don't have time for that. But um, no so does, I, yeah. I thought at first that I just missed some of her lines, and maybe I did. Mm-hmm. But I noticed one point her mouth is moving because she's dancing with someone, like Pesci mm-hmm. or whatever, and they're talking, but we don't hear her. I noticed that one, um, but it didn't bother me. I, I noted it in the movie because people had talked about it, but I don't know that it really would have even, I would have noted it about her had people mm-hmm. not mentioned it um, yeah. so much at least. But um, I also got a, um, a weird vibe uh, uh, when she is a real little girl um, mm-hmm. and Pesci is like, she doesn't like me. And he, he like calls her over and he's like, hey, you want some candy? 
Yeah. And I was like, this is just, you cut this scene. Just cut yeah, it. You don't, it just you feels don't need weird. It. Yeah, you could have shaved off 13 minutes of your movie just from yeah. cutting that scene out. Yeah. I kept waiting. Like, oh, she honestly. Doesn't like candy. She doesn't like candy. What kind of fucking, fucking little bitch doesn't like candy? What if I grow a handlebar mustache? Would you like candy then? That, that would be interesting on Joe Pesci. Yeah. Like that. Well, he has that in real life now. <laughs> oh, that is weird. There's a, uh, on Netflix, if you um, put in uh, The Irishman, uh, there's a an Irishman like roundtable with Scorsese and the three lead actors. Have uh, you seen this? I've found pictures of him. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he's got that handlebar mustache working. Man, he's really going for it. Right, yeah. Big old handlebars on that, I don't too. know if he's a... I think he's going to portray Hulk Hogan. He's going to be that CGI... Makes sense. Uh, they're gonna de-aged, bulk up. but also yeah, yeah, <laughs> CGI bulked up, uh, bulked for the Hulk, and um, but yeah, so it's just a roundtable of them just like sitting there shooting the shit about doing the movie. Uh-huh. They're like, yeah, hey, yeah, we uh, what can I, fucker, what can I say? We did a movie. They're like, we've done a bunch. Hey, buys on, double go. <laughs> I get paid. Scorsese says I got a movie. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. I uh, get my baseball bat. I get my paycheck. Mm-hmm. I go home. Mm-hmm. People complain? I don't know. I grow a handlebar mustache. (laughs) But uh, because of that scene in there, and then it comes Anna Paquin later, but they had the little girl in there for a while, and I I kept getting such a weird vibe from all of his friends. I was like, oh, this Mm -hmm. movie's going to take a dark turn at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I kept waiting for it. Like, it was so weird. And then, like, nothing. It's Mm -hmm. just that he never, like, she never talks to him again. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That's not. I didn't ever get in the early parts of this movie that she was scared or mad at him. I just thought he has really creepy friends. She does not want to be around them. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, that's a weird like plot line, whatever, amongst everything else that's going on mm-hmm. in there, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, just another thing I noted. But um, I do like Anna Paquin. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that it needed to be her in this movie. Uh, it could be mm-hmm. whoever. But uh, that didn't bother me or whatever. It was not good or bad just there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would say for the for the most part, the casting in the movie I thought was good. The uh, yeah. all these guys together again is it was cool. Um, mm. Even without the de aging stuff working quite well, it was just kind of fun to see them like playing around in this big sandbox. Mm-hmm. And I also I was looking last night. I didn't know much about the story. It was like I didn't know it was based on the book until afterwards. I guess in the credits and stuff, but until after right, the movie yeah. really when I looked it up. And then uh, that it was like these are like real people and everything because most of the other ones I know of Scorsese's films, it's like they're like. Oh, this is based on this person, but like they have a completely different name, and he's made shit up or whatever. Uh, but this is like, oh, this is a weird shit um, <laughs> going down in this movie that like happened supposedly at least in real life. Yeah, and I didn't know about any of it, so that's kind of. Can cool. I tell you? Can I tell you about one of my joys in life? Um, anytime I watch a movie where I sat through it, and then I see in the credits based on the novel by mm. or based on a book series of. And I didn't know. I just have a nice little like inner smile to myself. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, books. <laughs> fuck you to death. Trying to get me to read. Eat shit forever, books. Wow. Not having pictures, looking motherfuckers. <gasps> Brent. Put you in a fucking uh, Irish car bomb. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll, I'll drink you. Hey, hey, settle down. Yeah. They're, they're just books, man. They're not going to hurt you. Hoity toity tea. Oh gosh, you take that back right now. Shillelagh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I'm not gonna read this book, but I read mm. some of the Wikipedia about it. 
Um, and that's a gateway drug. Be careful. Well, that's how you start. There were pictures to read. Oh, okay. So I know. Did you click on them? No. But I glanced over them when I was reading. I'm sorry. Big big novels getting its hooks in you. Oh gosh. And guess what? Hooks and books. Is that sound similar? (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That could be a House of Pain lyric. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I will say that um, out of all the things I could say about this movie, I don't have much to say. Yeah. I watched it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was better than I expected. Not to say that I expected it to be bad, but Mm -hmm. I expected it to uh, almost be boring or for me to lose interest. There's a a lot of talk online about it being long. Mm -hmm. Um, And it um i guess not uh, holding people's attention mm-hmm. which i didn't have that experience i didn't really either like if i would have been able to stay awake for the whole thing mm-hmm. i would have watched it all in one sitting yeah um so i i didn't think it was bad and it was uh i really enjoyed outside outside of being a creep to the little girl i really thought joe pesci did an outstanding oh, yeah. job in this movie i always like him um and uh i i'm i'm used to seeing him as a uh, as a funny guy i mm-hmm. guess just from, uh, uh, was it Lethal Weapon 3 or mm, something like that? Yeah, nice pool. And uh, Gone Fishing, you know, Home Alone. <laughs> you know, those, those type of roles. Yeah. But then uh, to see him like this, where he's, like, in control, he's very, like, um, subdued. He's, uh, subdued, right word? Yeah, I mean, it's um, a good word. Yeah. Just, like, Because uh, he doesn't get his hands back in the dirty cut. Yeah, In yeah. this movie, really, yeah. Having quiet conversations, but mm-hmm. still being in control the whole time. Also, that one time he uh, he takes uh, Irish man to the the airport, makes him get on a plane, and he just sits oh, yeah. in the car the entire time. Uh, this there's no smartphone technology then. He just <laughs> he's just sitting there in the back of the car the whole time. He's like sitting there, probably literally twiddling his thumbs below a screen. We just can't see it for fucking hours. That sounds he's awful. Just sitting there, he has yeah. no shampoo to look at. No, uh. Uh-uh. Ow. Wait, no shampoo to look at. Yeah, you know, like before smartphones and you're on the toilet and you look at shampoo and you just like read the back of it. <laughs> what? You never did that? N- no. This is a whole thing online. Do not act like a weird brand. What? People talk about this. They're like, whenever your smartphone dies right now, it's like the only thing you have left is like the old days. You just have to read the ingredients in the shampoo. So for listeners of the show, mm-hmm. Stephen and I, we do a pretty good job about just like <laughs> yes anding. Uh, you, you know, do as part of improv oh. or just like you know just, sure yeah well and we'll go forward but i had to grind this to a halt because i have like, never heard of this before this is a thing brent it's not just me no shampoo to look at yeah huh. or the conditioner just like read whatever the ingredients got. yeah it's just like you have nothing else to do so you just like reach for the shampoo and you're like i guess i'll just read what's in this again or like i'm gonna read their ad slogan whatever like just there's something to read in front of you that's just you know Oh my God. Closest thing. Never done this. Never heard ne- of this. No, uh-uh. Never even contemplated no. it. Steven, I don't read. <laughs> I can't do it. I won't do it. Fair enough. You just have yeah. a whole different approach to it. That's right. I, uh, I've, I've yeah. done it before where I've like counted tiles, you know? Okay. I've tried to make shapes out of the, uh, the texture on the wall or whatever. Nice. You know, I, I will do stuff like that, but... To bring myself so low as to read? Uh, that does make sense now that you're saying it. Uh, I'm surprised I even suggested it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's coming oh, out. God. It's coming out. I just, oh, God, I can't. Well, um, yeah, basically, he didn't even have shampoo. Um, 
<laughs> so uh, I did make one note that I wanted to mention because the although I wasn't bored, uh, I did get up and you know get some food or drink or whatever, and I wouldn't turn yep. it off and stuff. But also, um, I wanted to see the first time that I paused it and thought, how much time do I have left? Though? Oh, oh boy, <laughs> which oh boy, was yeah. at twenty-one minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly the timestamp. The second time I paused it after that was at 29.32, and I had two hours and 59 minutes left. Oh, boy. So oh boy. Uh, I, at 21 minutes, I had about um, three hours and 10 minutes left. It does seem, because I, I did that frequently as well, mm-hmm. and I do that for movies that are like an hour and a half long. Totally. Okay, like, cool. I'm just, yeah. There's something in my head where I'm just like, I, I have to know. Yeah. And I, if I don't check... That's all I can think about, and I will miss stuff that happens, you know? Interesting. But I agree I don't with have you. that, But it's because I can, because I don't mm-hmm. have that experience in a movie theater. Oh, I know? wish for it in a movie theater. I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I wish I just knew how much time there was left. You just, like, get up and walk yeah. down to the front and just, like, tap the screen. Come on. <laughs> just show me. <laughs> oh, there's something wrong with this touchpad. Does it work? Anybody? Does it? Hey. <laughs> it's fucking busted. I want my money back. Um... Yeah, so I remember doing that, and I was just like, how can that movie... Like, I, I saw the runtime as I started it, mm-hmm. and then I got, about like you, I got uh, 25 minutes or so, half hour into it. I was like, how, how is it possible that I'm still in the yeah. three-hour range for this movie? Like, how, how can it possibly be this long of a movie? But it is. And I think partly it's because of the way the movie un- unveils itself to you that mm-hmm. it is just following these guys around through like mm-hmm. a mob career and all the different hits they do and mm-hmm. their lives and everything. So there's no context to it in the beginning when you see it, like you kind of know, like, yeah, he's an old man telling the story and I know it'll span over decades, but like, yeah. I don't really have any placement in history for these events because it's a, it's a, it all revolves around Hoffa, which I never really knew much about. I didn't even know this movie was about Hoffa uh, until the movie started. I didn't know that's who Pacino played. Um, so that was... I'd heard about, about it a little bit, but I didn't know it was yeah. like a big part of the story. I, I uh, heard that part of it was about Hoffa. Um, I think it was uh, about Hoffa the movie I thought was about Hoffa. So. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> And true. And true. I mean, I know Pacino is obviously a big actor. He would warrant that kind of role, like a big Mm -hmm. role. But I just didn't realize it was going to be about half of the movie, Uh, like you Mm -hmm. said, um, Mm -hmm. that he would be in there. So uh, I had no, like, during the movie, I have no placement in time to be like, oh, I probably have this much left in the movie. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I am in the story at any given moment. I don't know where this story is going. It's just kind of meandering through different life events um and so that was part of it for me but uh but then it was like once you settle into that and you're like okay this is just a really long you know just slow going through all the stuff you're like okay cool i'm down for the journey mm-hmm. i just let it happen and then i kind of liked it so yeah um it's a very long movie but it's it's good to watch once i don't know that i uh am uh, clamoring to see it again but yeah. um there's some scenes in here that i that i liked that i thought was enjoyable it's very much a uh like a slice of life type movie, yeah. Where it's it's kind of a, a mob movie, but also it's just like here's these guys just meandering around for a long time, just yeah, not doing shit. Um, I I think uh, I bet at that point where Joe Pesci makes um, Irishman get on that plane, he could have watched Irishman 
in its entirety yeah. and then um you know left when an irish man got back which is it's a lot of irish man right there but it could have happened it's like Spaceballs. Um, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> they, they watch, the, watch themselves. He's like, I want to see what happens to me. How <laughs> do I don't fast forward to this fucking thing? I'm tapping the screen. Um, but you know how when people there's a, a a book adapted into a film, and they're like, ah, oh, the book is better because it's more detailed. Mm-hmm. This is Scorsese putting literally every page yeah. of this book on screen. I would have to imagine. I can't True. imagine what was left on the cutting room floor. Um, like or out of the script or anything like yeah. that because it's all, all of it had to be there like legally speaking <laughs> this is like all of the story that could uh-huh. ever be run. like yeah this is all of it I, I i am uh more than comfortable saying that again i don't read and i will never read the book <laughs> this is based on but i am with 100 percent certainty that is now el tas canon that um this is the entire book put on film and the first time it's ever happened. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i with you. I don't think I need to see this again. Um, mm-hmm. It was entertaining enough to keep my attention, but mm-hmm. it wasn't um, like one of my favorite of, of his. I, I think I've said it before. I'm not a huge Scorsese fan. Some of his movies I really love and some of them I just don't care for at all. I'm really like one way or the other. And um, I'm trying to go through and see right now like... Um, Obviously, I, I talked about before like the Wolf of Wall Street. I really like a lot, which is also a long movie, but mm-hmm. it's so entertaining. Oh yeah, um, that it's like it keeps my attention more, and I like to revisit that one. But like the Irishman, mm-hmm. uh, I just don't think I'm gonna go back as much. Um, and then like Goodfellas, which I only discovered in the last like few years, uh, watching it for, for the first time. I would much rather watch Goodfellas than this. Um, mm-hmm. Goodfellas came out in 90, 1990 and uh, had a lot of these same people in it, um, like De Niro and Pesci, basically, mm-hmm. you know, doing the same kind of thing. But it worked better. And uh, on that note, that also makes me think, uh, when I was reading about this movie, it was based on a book that came out in 2004. But I guess the idea of this storyline and stuff was kind of running around Scorsese's brain, like, since the 80s. And uh, I'm like, it kind of sucks. Like, now they made it when they're, like, all in their 70s. And they're using de-aging makeup, but I wish he would have done like a Richard Linklater uh, boyhood scenario. And they, I wish he would have just been filming this movie for fucking decades with these same <laughs> right, guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would have been so much cooler to me that like, mm-hmm. oh, Scorsese has been building this since the 70s. Right. And, yeah. it, and it goes from the 50s towards the 70s. Like, that'd be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. And it would have been like a lot cooler to me. Harder to maybe make everything match, but like, what mm-hmm. a cool thing! And in this version of it, I'm just like, oh, cool. I mean, he's using technology because he does that. He pushes the envelope a little bit, but it didn't quite work. It's, it's not as compelling to me yeah. um, as some of his other stuff or or whatever. So, you know, I, I just don't think I'll, I'll see it again. But I would recommend it. I would think, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I do think it was a good movie. It's just one of mm-hmm. those that I'm just not like. It wasn't that entertaining to me yeah. to want to watch it again. Do you think it was worthy of an Oscar nomination? It had a bunch of them. I don't know if it was worthy of all of that. I, I feel like yeah. at some point it's just... But it was like, know, for Scorsese. Best Picture, let's say, since it was put up there with all the other ones, it was in the Best Picture category. Do you it, think that's... I'll say this. You're, I'm glad you asked that, specifically because this movie reminded me of the same way I feel about late, late Spielberg movies now mm-hmm. where I'm like, yeah, they are great. All the actors are top, like the casting is top notch. The actors themselves portraying the characters are top notch. Everything- where are the dinosaurs? <laughs> exactly. Without the dinosaurs, it's like, where's the entertainment? 
I'll, I'll tell you this. I saw a couple of dinosaurs and the Irish man. Hey. I saw three of them <laughs> around there. Burn. The old ass people. <laughs> the old wrinkly ball sacks. And then it's just us, the two Utes, watching this movie. You Boom. know? Yeah. It's um, the same kind of thing like that. No dinosaurs, no fun, no. It's like. You see them like, yeah, their directors have been doing this for decades and they're fucking good at their jobs. Mm-hmm. And I can see that, like, yeah, this, like, Warhorse is quality. Lincoln, fucking quality movie. Mm-hmm. Um, do I ever care to see either of those ever again? Not really. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really great, but should they be nominated? I mean, yeah, they're good. <laughs> I just, yeah. I can't get excited about them, I guess. You know, yeah. like, they don't feel like they're filmmakers, you know, as exciting. Uh, like they're not they're not itching to tell their stories like they were whenever they were in their youth mm. either they yeah. are just settled into their game and they're really good at it but I'm like it doesn't like I'm like yeah so on the one hand yeah should it have been nominated yeah but does it excite me as as much as any other nominee not really you know right yeah like it's not anything where um, you're clamoring to watch it again you can see the quality totally. is there but it's not like like some of the other nominees for best picture um were were just more interesting choices to me mm-hmm. like this one is like i couldn't like if somebody said yeah the the irish man is a bad movie i'd be like no 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 it's not bad yeah. it's very long mm-hmm. um, and that might not be your put thing in some time but it's not bad by any means um do the special effects special effects special effects suffer a little bit yeah but you know, they did the the best they could with uh, what they could. Yeah. Um, the and the story meanders a lot, kind of like this podcast. But uh, <laughs> the intentions are good. <laughs> All right, when you put it that way, it's a pretty yeah. good movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm looking too on the the Wikipedia page for it. I was trying to find what else he was nominated against this year because I kind of forgot all of them but uh, it was listed as a lot of people's first movie on their top 10 list this year mm-hmm. and uh, so I would say it's kind of like we're, we've been trying to do lately that it's it's yeah to each their own it wasn't that mm-hmm. exciting to me um, it's uh, kind of director not at the top of his game but at mm-hmm. the with all the history of of the filmmaking before them um, they are basically kind of untouchable they're, they, mm-hmm. they, are, they just are this good but that doesn't necessarily make for compelling cinema. It makes for yep. really good cinema. And mm-hmm. for me personally, not being a huge Scorsese fan, it's it's not that compelling. But uh, but I still am glad I watched it. I really, yeah. I watched it all in one sitting for real last night because I had to because it was the night before this podcast, right. and I forgot about it all week long because the fucking <laughs> coronavirus is taking up every spare moment of my time. Right. But uh, but yeah, so I ha- kind of had to. But once I got into it, you know, on a Saturday night. I was like, I have to watch this like four hour movie. <sighs> you know, I wasn't prepared for it. I wanted to watch anything else. And uh, yeah. to be able to still get into it and be like, oh, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think that says a lot that it like still grabbed my attention when I really didn't want to watch it. You know? Yeah. I was talking with a friend last night that, uh, you know, it's, it's as I'm getting older, it's important to note for me anyway, when I'm not into something right then. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'll get in a mood with uh, like pop culture where I'm like, all I want to do is listen to podcasts right now, or all I want to do is read comics. Yeah. All I want to do is watch movies right now. And if I try to do something other than that and like force it, it's, it kind of hurts my feelings mm-hmm. on it and it burns me out on it a yeah, little okay. bit. So the fact that, yeah, you weren't 
feeling it like when you went into it and it's such a long movie mm-hmm. and you, it's such a long commitment to like put yourself toward that but you ended up coming out the other side like being like happy that you watched it but you don't need to like necessarily watch it again yeah you know right away but that was anything, pretty good you know, so. yeah, yeah unto itself just to get me that intrigued in it you know yeah um, so I'm looking at the other list now though just mm-hmm. to say um, the ones who was nominated against Parasite which won Ford mm-hmm. v. Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I can see it amongst those. From what mm-hmm. I know of them, I haven't seen a lot of those movies either. Um, I would say that this also made me think of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which was a fairly long movie and also pretty much just like a meandering, slow burn movie, just kind of showing mm-hmm. Hollywood in the 60s, really. Um, I, I was much more in, entertained by that um, mm-hmm. than I was this. Yeah. Um, but they are kind of similar in, in certain respects. It's mm-hmm. Even though Tarantino is much younger than they are, um, different generation of filmmaker, he's still mm-hmm. like, this is his like next to last film probably, and it's at mm-hmm. you know, the twilight of his years, so it's also a different filmmaking style for him versus his earlier stuff, but I was inter- more entertained by that. But um, I would still say that I, I could see The Irishman like, being in that list. Mm-hmm. versus the other things from what I know. So I'm, I'm cool with that. And the rest of the stuff, it seemed like acting and whatever it was nominated for. You know, that makes sense. So, Well, good. Yeah. Super uh, excited. Okay. I'm, I'm tapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. We, are, uh, we haven't talked about it, but we were recording in the afternoon on a Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not in the morning. Different time again. That's probably why this show is bad. Yeah. Um, That's the only reason. Only reason. Per- Let me. Okay. Yeah, I just checked the stats. Yes, that's that why. Is, that's why it's it. bad. Yeah, it does mm-hmm. look like it's getting darker in your room again, which tells me that we don't need to get off soon. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, last it's only time. five, and it's it's looking like it's fucking eight thirty outside, but it's a uh, crazy. Yeah, Oklahoma, you know, <sighs> fucking a. Um, yeah. So that was the Irishman. Um, not a whole lot to say about it. We're both a little winded from everything else, but uh, really, I, I honestly look, don't have much to say about it. Um, it's uh, it's fine. It's on Netflix. Yeah. You have it. Watch it. You know, if you're not into it, give it two hours. Uh, if you can't, if you can't get into that, go watch Velocipaster. You know, there you go. What a six good minute feature. commitment. You'll know quickly yeah. whether or not you want to watch it. The rest of it, you know. I think that that's a good juxtaposition too. What what different kinds of movies? You know, mm-hmm. one has dinosaurs in it, one doesn't. Mm-hmm. What's going to hold your interest, America? Yeah. Brent's made his decision. Yeah. Oh, there are dinosaurs and ninjas in this thing. Okay. Okay. And okay. it uh, takes the piss out of religion a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Gee, I wonder which way I'll go. Was this made in a lab for Brent? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, you can uh, rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You can email us by... You can email us at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. You can follow me on Letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22. And you can follow Brent on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbert. Yes. And um, I guess this episode wasn't our best, but we come to you with Irish love. That's right. Which is green dipped boners. <laughs> I'm really losing it. Um, yeah, and with big hearts, uh-huh. uh huh. That we come to you engorged, guys, engorged, engorged hearts, inflamed hearts, green hearts. Yeah, from eating lots of various fruit candies when we mm-hmm. were children. 
that um, we hope you enjoyed this wonderful episode of our show. And mm-hmm. uh, we're not going to, we don't know exactly what we're doing next week. We kind of do, maybe. We don't. We're not announcing it, that's for sure. Yeah. Right? Which is satisfying for, for everyone. <laughs> Excellent. Always good. So until next time, I'm Steven. Okay, we had, that was two hours ago. We talked about that. I totally forgot. I was like, what is he doing? And then it clicked, and I was like, okay, but now I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> well played, though. I liked it. It really yeah. still got me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is my favorite goodbye, the Irish yeah. goodbye. Um, yeah, it's good. He was like, hey, did you see what happened to Stephen? Uh, yeah, he left three hours ago. Wait, what? They just got here. He never said he just got here 40 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's... it's it's something I feel like I'd heard about over time, but I had forgotten mm-hmm. about, but I've rediscovered. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm like, you can just leave parties without the big hoopla of leaving. You can just say goodbye to out. every person there. Yeah. Oh my God. Be still yeah. my heart. My dreams yeah. come true. Yeah. It's a wonderful way to leave. Yeah. It's like, I like Craig, but, um, I don't know his fiance Denise that well. So mm-hmm. I, should, I'll give him a hug and then like, do I give her a hug? Or does, is that weird? Can I hug women? I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> should I do but, a side but, thing? But should, yeah, it's just, I don't you know what? I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I'm just going to stand up with this plate of food on my lap, stand up, let it hit the floor. I'm just going to walk out. Yeah. I'm going to leave the door wide open. I hope they have uh, fencing in their yard or something <laughs> for their pets because I'm not closing this door. If I close it, people might hear it. <laughs> yeah. I can't, do, I I can't, can't have that, that happen. <laughs> I can't take that chance. <laughs> I like that. I don't know if this is your scenario. In my scenario, it's like, oh, cool. There's Bob and his girlfriend. Nope. Don't remember her name. I'm out. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anybody's names. So mm-hmm. even Bob might be a stretch. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of why I want to leave. Oh, because you can't remember names? Nobody's. Wow. So it makes it real awkward. <laughs> so I'll just peace out of there and that way I don't have to you know, deal with it at all. Is that why when you come and stay at my house... Um, I'm from Texas. You're like, hey, hey, champ. And then you punch me in the shoulder. <laughs> you know, I do a lot of hey, mans at work. Yeah. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Yeah. And then uh, my wife comes out and you're like, hey, champina, what's up? <laughs> you punch her in the kidney. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's my greeting, my, my typical greeting. Uh-huh. Um, I, honestly, I know this about you, and that's why on the show script it has both of our names mm-hmm. up at the top, just so you know who is who. Yeah, uh, I do forget my own name, quite honestly, mm-hmm. once a week. Yeah. Um, it's usually not for the show, though. It's usually whenever, like, a bigger moment, when I'm meeting someone yeah. for the first time, that kind of situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And plus, your dad's name is Steve, and you're like, my name is Steve. No, that's my dad's name. No, no that's not right. right. And he's like, is my name Amanda? Oh, no, wait, it? no. I know an Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I know her from? I know I'm Rent. <laughs> I got that friend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, another armchair expert thing, by the way, they were talking about Irish goodbyes at one point because oh, yeah. Dax is also a fan of these. Yeah. And uh, then they said they were looking it up. They were like, where does that come from? Why is it called Irish goodbye? And um, there's like every country, like in Ireland, they don't call it that. Um, there's like there's like a French exit 
is the same thing. Oh, yeah. So it's like they basically just blame it on everybody. I, I, I have a feeling mm-hmm. it's vaguely racist, but I feel okay saying it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what it has to do with Irish people, but mm-hmm. I, I just like the concept behind it. Mm-hmm. And I like Ireland, so I like to, to call it an Irish goodbye. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I don't... I hope it's not a racist. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait a second, what? I just thought... And I don't assume like every Irish person does that. I just assume it was just totally. like, okay, um, I'm ready to go. And you just get up and leave. I thought it was just as simple as that. Here we uh, go. Um, someone on, on Twitter had said, obsessed with Americans using an Irish goodbye to mean leaving a party without anybody knowing when no actual Irish person can leave a party without literally hours of loud, elaborate farewells. Oh. So there so you go. So is it like ironic? Maybe. Maybe. Don't you think? A little too ironic. <laughs> oh, yes, Marent really does think. <laughs> Record, yeah, batch, yeah, record that shit, batch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> wow, I did not st- want to get on your bad side. It's getting real stupid, real quick. Awesome, our favorite. <laughs> uh, so, hmm. as I said before, we hit record. Uh-huh. Uh, I almost hung up again instead of hitting the record button. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just. My life is in shambles at this point. Like, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you can you can see me on Skype, but for the listeners, they don't know. No. They can't see all this destruction and debris surrounding me, but um, 2020 and on, mm-hmm. just not my year, you know? <laughs> Wait. Yeah, April's supposed to be your month, right? April is, but we're in March. So I, yeah, we are out. just headlong. We're snow piercing right into my death. Awesome. Yeah, pending. So I'm honestly I'm ready for it. <laughs> You're like I've been preparing for months. It's the whole world that's freaking out right now. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, me. I heard about the coronavirus. I was mm-hmm. like, oh good. Oh yeah. finally, sweet <laughs> relief. Yeah. You're like it's coming for me. I knew something was. This yeah. is it. It's like when you have a sunburn and then somebody says, "Hey, I have some aloe vera gel." You're like, oh, yeah. At first it's like, <laughs> oh, it's very cold. Oh, and then it's like, oh, soothing. You know. So. You're saying that death is soothing to you? Uh, I like it will have to be, you know? It's yeah. just much like the, the cavemen on Eek the Cat, um, when will the hurting stop? Uh, turns out April for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Uh, and, uh, they, specifically, they were from the terrible Thunder Lizards, okay? Don't dox me before my death, okay? Yeah, Wait I didn't know after. what you were talking about, so... You, d- you never... You didn't watch Eek, Eek the Cat? Oh, I wait, feel like I've heard of it. Uh, checking skin color. Uh, you're white. Okay, you could afford cable. Okay, um, I get it. You didn't. You didn't have to watch Fox Kids. It's you know? funny because it's true. I I watched Fox Kids. Uh, maybe eat the cat. At some point. Cack. Eat the cat. Eat, eat the, the cat was not around. Uh, I, yeah, I remember a little bit when you were, uh, you know, slamming your eyeballs against the screen. Maybe you were watching something else. I remember know? this cat. Do you? He's like it's, a fat cat. Mm-hmm. A fat cat. Yeah. Is it purple? Looks purple, purple. or gray? Yeah. Can't tell. You. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. From 1992 to 1997 on Fox Kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to yep. know. Listen, um, I I didn't. Yeah, I remember this a little bit, but not a ton. And it's probably because I was watching things um, on cable, mm-hmm. like um, shit. Uh, you didn't even want Taxi to watch. Cab Confessions. Of course, that was one. Julia Childs, whatever shit yes. she had going on, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the title of the show, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
whatever shit deep cable, cable back then, <laughs> yeah. you know, Food Network, deep cable, you get away with all kinds of shit back then. It was crazy. Uh-huh. Um, it's just different now. People don't know what it's like now. You know, it's, it's the nineties. So, Woo-hoo. and today we are going to bake <laughs> a turd salad. Wait, what? You know, bake salads and there's turds in it. I guess I should have been shocked by that first part first. <laughs> You don't bake a salad. <laughs> oh, wait a second. There's two things wrong with this. <laughs> Fantastic. That's quality yeah. content. Yeah. Well, speaking of quality content, you've selected a sync word. Even though this is our St. Patty's Day episode. Yeah. You've selected a non-St. Patty themed sync word. Oh, is that where you were headed? Should I have done that? It's up to you. Hmm. I can't. Well, now that I've already thought of the other one, I don't know about the new one. Can we say it in an Irish accent? Oh, yes. Is that okay? Yeah. So we're just saying it, not singing it this time? We're not going to sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. not, not going to sing it. Okay. All right, let me, let me wrap my head around this. I know, okay. I'm trying to think of it now because we were doing it off air. And I think I'm going to go, like, on accident, I feel like I'm going to go full-on Scottish. Oh. So we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, it's, just, it's in my head, I'm rattling around, but I can't say it now. So, like, we'll see what comes out. Okay, all right. So we both know... Mentally, mm-hmm. what the word is. Okay, yeah, okay. we're going to say it. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll unleash it at the same time, okay? All right. What a treat for you, listener. <laughs> How exciting for you. This is like last episode where we started planning shit that we couldn't, like, specify mm-hmm. on the podcast. We, it's a lot. I think it's fair to say this podcast is incredible. Um, what? Did we graduate <laughs> to incredible, sir? I think so. Because I will I take think it. so. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm looking pretty Elastigirl right now, so it is straight up incredible. Wow. Look yeah. at that, everybody. Yeah. I got that big badonkadonk. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Thighs you for can't just, days. Oof. You can't just talk about her and not show me a picture. You got anything going on over there? Um. Yeah, I've, I've been cranking off to a, <laughs> this one. Hold on. Let me find this. Let me find this photo. Uh, to people at home that don't know, Brit, Brit is an artist. I think people know that. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd say for the past like six months or so, he's exclusively dabbled in thighs. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Incredible is his muse. Mm-hmm. You could say. Well, look, she lives up to her name. You know. Yep. It's it's a married name, but honestly, she owns it more than he ever could. <laughs> Brit's like, I don't even care about him. No. I would, I would walk across burning coals. For those thighs. And oh that badonkadonk. Holy shit. Man. It, it, like, mm-hmm. stripper poles cower in her presence. <laughs> They're like, oh god. We are going to be crushed. Um, I mean, I know we're joking about it right now, but can you really imagine her stripping? Like, the elastic part of her? Uh, she could do some things. I'm just saying. I've seen, I've seen hustlers. They need a cartoon character. Stat. Right. Sequel. <laughs> let's do it. Mrs. Incredible. Coming in hot. Yeah, I thought when you said I've seen hustlers, I thought you meant like magazines. I was like, I've seen hustlers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you meant the, the J Lo movie. Uh, yes, yeah. uh, that it. is funny. No, I've seen yeah. hustlers. I've, I've seen a Playboy. Yeah, <laughs> you should believe me. I've seen it. I've seen like eight covers. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what a woman looks like. Right. One had Pam Anderson on it. So, <laughs> bye, suckers. <laughs> All right, so are we ready to sync? Oh, shit, yeah. I'm trying to accent it up in my head. Okay, I'm ready. Let's just do it. Let's just go for it. We're seven minutes into this bitch, and we haven't haven't sunk yet. Oh, yeah. What is this, Battleship? (laughs) Fuck that shit. All right, 
So let's sync <clears throat> with with the word on three. <laughs> I'm really I'm really trying to like balance it in bad. my head, you know. <laughs> All right. All right. So on three. Okay. In an Irish accent. Mm-hmm. All right. One, two, three. Coronavirus. <laughs> All right. Yours was epic. It was great. I think I I went cowboy for a second. I was listening to yours so hardcore. I'm not even sure. And I just did the first part. Yeah. You, went the, you just did Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I liked it. I liked how you it. sold it at the end. Okay. So off air, you told me. The sync mm. word would be coronavirus, but we're going to sing it. No, I said, I said I, no, I said corona. Oh, mm-hmm. you know what? It was. Yeah. This is my fault. This is my fault. <laughs> Take yourself off the air right now. <laughs> there he goes. Can't hear him because he's gone. He's clapping. You can't hear him because he's gone. Feet. Let him back. Okay. He came back. I came back. Um. Yeah. So what are we doing? I. <laughs> what are we doing? We're, we're uh, recording some. What? what Listen, we? it's St. Patty's Day. We're drunk. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking. Are you drinking? Not right now. No. You do have a green shirt on, though. I do. I've got a, a Guinness shirt on. Well. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm themed. You know, it's for all the uh, YouTube channel viewers uh, that we don't have and don't intend to. Yeah. 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 Totally. Do anything with. Um. So. Uh, earlier, when you were talking about sinking, mm-hmm. you said that you were worried that you were going to get confused and go full-blown Irish. So mm-hmm. while I was focusing on saying coronavirus like an Irishman, mm-hmm. I was half listening just to see if you'd go, donkey, but that <laughs> didn't, didn't happen. But, no. but you said it came out like a cowboy. So it, how did you how did you say corona? We're going to have to replay it, you know, for real. But I feel like I was trying to do like a... Oh, it's gonna be so bad, Brent. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out there and go ahead and do this again. Um, corona. <laughs> it's like nothing. Corona. Yeah. No, that sounds that sounds like here's Irish-esque what I'm trying to pull to me. Yeah, I don't remember if we talked about this before, but uh, uh, there's an actress. I don't want to say her name because I'm about to say it, and that's the whole point. She's a hard to say name. She's in Little Women. She did mm-hmm. a whole uh, segment about Irish names on the Colbert mm-hmm. Show, and yep. uh, Saoirse Saoirse Ronan is her mm-hmm. name but she yeah. talked about not making it too lilty because that's what he kept doing i, I tend to go high-pitched and my mm-hmm. when i try to do an irish accent so i was trying to do corona saoirse that's how yeah. i was pulling it yeah that does works. that work yeah i well i yeah <laughs> amanda and i have also my wife and i have also been trying to do uh some boston accents around each other lately no fuck yeah dude yeah because because of you we do it because you're really good at it and uh, we've just been doing it randomly, and sometimes they are way off. Sometimes they're all right, she tells me. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of hard but to. We were doing like the cause and the kind of hard, yeah, kinda hard to do it. Yeah, but you have to figure out when yeah. you know that those long A's. Yeah, you got to find words for that. Oh, that's fucking right, dude. You you yeah, you just make all the words that way. Bro, welcome to Dallas, bro. <laughs> hey, Optimus, it's a transformer. <laughs> So Amanda and I have been doing this back and forth. Uh, and actually, I remember now, she saw a, uh, I think it was another, like, Colbert 
with uh, Krasinski, John Krasinski on it, who's from Boston. Yeah. I didn't even realize mm-hmm. that because he doesn't sound like it generally. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, they were trying to to pull that off, you know, two different different phrases that way. Uh, but that's what started it. Then today we went over to Amanda's family's for brunch for her mom's birthday. And I had already signed the card and I, Amanda had to find it. And I was like, oh, it's over there at the table. Go sign it. Say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> and I just like let it linger. And she was like, that was pretty good. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's fun. It's fun to uh-huh. do what you, yeah. you have it down, you know, it's uh, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to describe the, the joy yeah. I get out of it. Yeah. And like hearing just hearing that accent. It uh, brings me joy. There's something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so unique and good. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how Southern accents, they, they tried to do that afterwards on that show. And it, they're, they just seem like a little less specific. Like Boston is so specific to that mm-hmm. area and what they say. And yeah. um, Southern can kind of, there's like different styles, but it's like, I feel like it's just an easier one to fall into. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, sometimes just listening to people that are from Boston or that area uh, mm-hmm. is just fascinating to me. Well, it, it makes me wonder if like when we hear... Um, like the like when we went to go see uh, Knives Out, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, what's his name? James Bond, Daniel Craig. He <laughs> yeah. is uh, he has like a, a thick like kind of Kentucky fried accent, mm-hmm. but like that's that's different. Like I live in Oklahoma, yes, you live in Texas, but it's different than the accent that totally we have different. Yeah, in these yeah. states. Um, but I wonder if like people from outside of the country are are expecting that to be like anywhere in mm-hmm. the south you know yeah that's a good point because his is like it's almost like a, a character quirk specific to him like it's so mm-hmm. southern drawl yeah uh, but yeah not i don't know anybody that actually speaks like that right yeah i know <laughs> but i love it yeah <laughs> in the movie well i do declare i think i might have myself a mint julep here <laughs> on my porch in kansas city missouri what all yeah, right. it's like as if that's when you go to Walmart in Oklahoma. Everybody's like, I do declare. <laughs> You're like, no, that is not how it is there. <laughs> Excuse me, madam. I would like it if you would escort me to the bolo ties. <laughs> Sir, you have to put pants on. Oh, I am quite intrigued by that accent, my dear. Let me take off these white gloves one finger at a time so I may gesture to you to put your hand in mine and kiss it and oh no, I've got the coronavirus. Oh, sir, please do not spread that around here. <laughs> Why, well, it's okay and it appears I'm some kind of giant rooster. <laughs> I love the turn. Yeah. It changes the whole context. Yeah. They should redo Knives Out and then, oh, you know, kind of like Space Jam, just paint out Daniel Craig and put Foghorn Leghorn. Fucking that would do be, it. That's the only way to enhance that movie. I mean, the yeah, he way. was great. Yeah, that movie's yeah. great. But uh, if you're going to take it up a notch, that's where mm-hmm. it's at. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. only hope for sequels at this point, I guess. Mm-hmm. That he'll show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about a brother to Daniel Craig's character? And they just never explain it. They never... Yeah, it's like... Uh, <laughs> On the Muppets with Jason Siegel and his brother, like they just don't talk about the fact that he's like a Muppet. He just, yeah. I mean, they obviously they talk about it, but like it's fine, it's normal. He's a brother mm-hmm. who's a Muppet. Mm-hmm. Same thing. He just has a cartoon rooster as, as a brother, mm-hmm. and they're both really good detectives. Well, they're talking about making a, a sequel mm-hmm. to Knives Out, right? Yep. And people Spoons are like, out. oh, it should, it should stay in that like uh, cutlery realm. Yep. So I would imagine for the uh, the sequel, the first sequel, uh, 
what would it be? It would uh, spoonful of pain. Oh, um, okay. They would uh, allude to Daniel Craig growing up on a farm, mm-hmm. right? And then you know whatever happens in the movie happens. In the third movie, the second sequel, right? You're forked. Um, what? <laughs> then that's when we meet his brother, Foghorn Leghorn. And awesome. the farm he was raised on or talks about, it was just like, oh, yeah, my brother is a giant cartoon chicken. Let's just move on. I think this is great because yeah. you and I have talked about uh, a little bit about how the 2020s are going to be filled and, and beyond are going to be filled with mm-hmm. these types of things. Just go crazier and crazier. Fuck At it. this point, yeah. we've had, you know, all these movies up to Endgame. Mm-hmm. We're fucking there's aliens now. We've accepted that. You there's know, you predators just, too. Yeah, it's crazy. Yes, exactly. You get aliens and predators. There's both. They fight each other, and we're cool with that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just so much. You know, might as well just go go big or go home. Mm-hmm. Don't even explain it. Right. Fine. I think that's the future of cinema, basically. Pretty much, yeah. And everything is going to be available on Quibi. That's Only right, Quibi. <laughs> I hear they had to close Quibi uh, due th- to the coronavirus, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. are, is this even the story that are we into it, or is there another story Oh, that we're supposed yeah, to get into it? <laughs> is this all outtakes? <laughs> this is all outtakes, yeah. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> I forgot we were uh, oh, doing man. a podcast. I was like, we oh, just we're just really, talking to Steven. Yeah, we just got into it for yeah. real. Record that shit, batch. L-P-A-S.